Okay, welcome to the Tuesday Show. My name's Ultra David. And I'm James Chen, and this is the Tuesday Show where we have all of your latest Fortnite news for what's going on in the world of Fortnite. Which both of us just learned is spelled F-O-R-T-N-I-T-E. That's right. How's everybody doing? We are here for the... No, I'm just kidding. How's everybody going? Just screwing your own thing up, man. I'm going fully esports. Oh, yeah? All right. That's the thing. I have to use proper grammar now. Well, that's weird. There you go. So we're going to talk about this Fortnite dollar signs. Talk about some other esports news, sort of larger esports news with respect to the Middle East as well. And how both of those things might impact the FGC. Yes. You know, we'll talk about that, I suppose. We're going to talk about tournament results for Stunfest, for Toryuken, for BAM. I guess E-League happened. Yeah, E-League, the, well, uh, E-League challenger, challenger thing yeah, completed. We know who our uh, last two competitors are what? going to be. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. I mean, 32, I mean, 30 players had already announced that they were going to be in E-League, and there was mysteriously two open spots left. Okay, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about assorted other news for the fighting game community as mm-hmm. well. But let's talk about uh, Fortnite money and sort of other esports issues at the start. So... The news, as I'm sure everybody in the entire world has heard, mm-hmm. if you care about video games at all, is that Epic Games, which uh, is the dudes behind Fortnite, which is the most popular game in the world right. by which substantial margin. I also learned is partially owned by Tencent as well. Yeah. Tencent apparently has a piece of like every single eSport. I mean, but, why not? Yeah. You know, they got a lot of dough. Uh-huh. Anyway, they're going to be providing 100 million American dollary dues to esports uh, when it comes to Fortnite. Now, there's not that much in the way of additional details, mm-hmm, like, like how which, is it going to yeah, be spread, how's it right? split up? You know, which events are they running the tournaments? Is it other other people running the tournaments? Mm-hmm, like, what mm-hmm. the deal is exactly? It's not right, really right. known yet. It's not like, hey, is there going to be premiere events that we're giving money to? Yeah, you know, et, cetera, et cetera. I mean, like, so. obviously, it's a very different situation for them mm-hmm, anyway. They don't mm-hmm. have as many established sort of community majors, right? It's not really the same kind of thing. <laughs> uh, for- Fortnite itself is, uh, well, the Battle Royale mode anyway, is not that old, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's like this year, or maybe late last year, I don't remember exactly, but it's not that old. Uh, and so there's not really like the established, like top players per se, in, at least in, in the sense that older games like CS have had. Uh, there's not like established teams per se, there are people who are starting teams, or mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, and some mm-hmm. uh, big esports organizations have made teams. Uh-huh. Not really the same way that other scenes have developed in. So it's all new for them. Yeah, and I mean, is it is it going to like is it going free for all? Like, is that what's going to be the main esport of it? But we we don't know anything right now. Yeah, there's right? really not so. that much for it. I mean, it's it, yeah. Like, I think that I think you got to expect battle royale. Um, that said, like there are. You know, there have been like duos that have had big viewership mm-hmm, and money behind mm-hmm. them in the past. There have even been some singles tournaments that have that have been big. There have been um, like sort of larger teams than that 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 mm-hmm. events have done. So I don't know like which sort of format is going to be the big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know that we can talk too much about Fortnite itself. Like I've only played the game once. Uh, oh, you've played it. See, I tried see, it. I downloaded you go. the game. See, you know, that, that, it's free to play. Right. Like, uh-huh, you might uh-huh. as well just see what it's about. Um, it takes. It's not even that big of a game to download, mm, honestly. Okay, so it's, okay. you know, might as well try it once. 
it seemed reasonably interesting when it comes to that sort of genre. Like I wasn't interested in PUBG, for example, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it does have the additional building mechanic that I think is right. kind of nifty. Which, so. where you see the top players do it, it's very impressive. I think it's, I think that looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that looks pretty cool. So. That said, I don't have that much to say about the game itself. I'm more interested in what this news might mean, if anything, for us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, that's 100 mil. It's so much more than anything else. Like, uh, other events have given out, you know, uh, 10 million, 15 million for events, for, uh, for tournaments. That is, and that sounded huge. This is a hundred million dollars. It's right. so much more than anything else. <laughs> of course, like we said, it's really depend. Like, what if the grand prize is like, you know, two hundred or five hundred thousand dollars, and then the rest of it goes to all these There's other just, different things? That's impossible, I don't know. right? Yeah, I feel no. like that's actually impossible for it to be only five hundred. Yeah, actually, dollars. now that I, when it came out of my mouth, I was like, wait, but that means there's that's one two hundredth. Of yeah, the prize I know. Pool. There's still a lot left in there, so yeah. Like that's nothing. Five hundred thousand is nothing. It's right. a rounding error at that at that level. Right. But I mean, the, the interesting thing about it though is that you know that like a lot of players have been joking like in the FGC. Well, time to go play Fortnite and stuff like that now, right? Yeah. I mean, like obviously you have to be one of the absolute best to win this yeah. money, right? So it's not realistic. But from a realistic standpoint, stating it, players who are good at fighting games, top players in the fighting games. They're just good at video games. Sure. Like, they could le legitimately make that jump, in my opinion. Maybe. Like, Fudo is one of the greatest at the at the Gun Strata game in the arcades, right? You know, you've heard all these stories before where it's like, you know, uh, I forgot who it was. There's like a fighting game player who's like one of the best at a rhythm game, you know. And, right. You know, there's all these little things like that. Players are, when they're good at games, they're good at games. Sure. Right? So... There legit could happen, so I don't know. Do you really think uh, how many... I mean, I'm not even saying FGC players to get into other esports. I'm talking about any good players to get into any other mm. field, you know? It's just when you're a good video game player, you're a good video game player, which is why even, like, speedrunners, for example, can speedrun multiple games. Well, I think that their skills know? are probably more transferable among... I mean, that's like a genre. Yeah, so I yeah. Feel like you're I in a genre true. already. That's true. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, buddy. Like, you know my philosophy when it comes to <laughs> even FGC events, right? Like, yeah, yeah. If there's 100 people entering an event, probably less top-level skill than 1,000 people, just probably. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And fighting games are definitely less played than other esports. Right, so right. I feel like it's it's probably unlikely that fighting game players are the most talented overall gamers. Well, they're not. Gamers, they're not. So. But the temptation for them to realistically think I could be good enough to make money could be enough to pull them away. That's the point. Oh, maybe, That's maybe, the point. maybe pull them away. Sure. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Not saying that they're going to go and win, but, yeah. you know, obviously there's like a, well, only this percentage is going to win that money, so realistically there's no reason to go there. But for fighting game players who are good, there might actually be a realistic enough of a of a chance. I just maybe? I just don't see it, dude. Like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not realistically, but a player could be fooled into thinking. Well, that. that that may be true. Right. But that said, I mean, think back to not that long ago when the Overwatch League was starting up. A lot of players uh, in FGC, just like everybody else, mm -hmm. were playing Overwatch. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of people played it and still play it. Uh, and some of them did, in fact, make it like into pretty high rankings and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't think any of them got onto an Overwatch squad, as far as mm -hmm. I know. Um, so, 
you know, instead, most of the players who got onto Overwatch squads were from existing shooters mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, that were previous. Some of them actually were from, uh, like, there was like a, there's like a League of Legends guy who got in. There's like a couple of instances of things like that, but it's it's pretty rare. Um, I feel like it would be probably the same for Fortnite. You may be right that people would be tempted. sort of sort of tempted, in, in the same way that some were tempted by by Overwatch League, but. You know, very few of the of the sort of high level, well known fighting game players even spent that much to like were really trying to get into <laughs> right, Overwatch yeah, League, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Some of them were playing the game, but it wasn't it wasn't like that. Yeah, nobody's really tried. Yeah, not so, like not yeah. like in that mm -hmm, sense. Mm -hmm. some, some other players who are good fighting game players, but maybe not like the top level. Mm -hmm. They actually those are the guys I'm talking about who did who ended up being like pretty high ranked in Overwatch, right. but also did not make teams anyway. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's probably the same sort of deal when it comes to Fortnite. Maybe some players would be uh, sucked away into it, but when it comes to the top-level players, I just really don't see any of them yeah. leaving what they're currently doing. They, I'm sure that many of them will and have been play, play it sort of for fun, because it's fun. Actually, I get it. you probably have a better point here that a lot of the top players probably have less of a reason to leave because they've already put so much effort in the fighting yeah. games and they're so good in there. Yeah. But some of the players who are those gatekeepers, yeah. the ones who don't make a lot of, who don't make the money in fighting games, maybe they are actually pretty decent at, you know, first-person shooters. Could because be. Maybe they're not as good at fighting games because they're spending too much time playing first-person shooters. Definitely. Right? That's, yeah, that's yeah. That's definitely uh -huh. true for some people. Mm -hmm. For sure. So, you know, the threat of losing any top players to that is probably very unlikely. I think that's unlikely. And uh, but the threat of losing maybe some of the mid-tier players may be a possibility because they're not winning in fighting games already, right? Yeah. So, you know, if you're meta RD, you know, like, and you're like, hey, yeah, I stick. just won Capcom Cup. Yeah, yeah. Why would you want to go to Fortnite? That's yeah. ridiculous. Of you know, course. Kind of, thing. of course. So, uh, folks are talking about. Um, some history with FGC players and getting into esports. For example, Marn did have a League of Legends team, mm -hmm. and Clay D, who was a good Street Fighter Four mm -hmm. player, uh, ended up transitioning and being in that League of Legends team. Mm -hmm. After that, he was on another League of Legends team, and now he is like he was an observer in League of Legends for Riot, right. and now he's working for Riot in higher capacity than that. Mm -hmm. So he so he does have that progression. I don't know that I can think of that many more players, if anybody. Grimm's actually was one that Grimm's. was mentioned. There yeah. you go. Grimm's mm -hmm. was, mm -hmm. sure, sure. Great Killer Instinct player uh, and moved on to, I guess it's PUBG? I, I, I don't know what game he moved on to. Yeah, I know. I knew it was one of the Battle Royale. I, PUBG sounds right. Because mm -hmm. I, I remember hearing that a while ago, I think before Fortnite really blew up. So right. it was probably PUBG. Um, he has like a big Twitch viewership and mm -hmm. he's, you know. Mm -hmm. So if anybody, maybe he could make a transition into Fortnite. I know that um, uh, Godspeed has a is a, oh, on a Fortnite right. team. Yeah, that's right. Or maybe it's PUBG. Mm -hmm. Now I don't recall, but it's, he's on a battle royale team. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you know, it's not it's not like there's nobody who's playing it and trying to do well. I but mean, even someone like uh, there's an old MVC two player named Ronald Liu who actually became one of the best poker players. Like, he's oh, a yeah. prolific poker player. Uh, there's uh, Havad. Havad Khan, sure. You know, Havad Khan made top final table yeah. in the World Series of Poker kind of things yeah. like that. Not you sure. Know? So there's Smart definitely players. a lot of uh, ability to transition between things like that. So Apparently Chris G is super high high ranked in League of Legends. Yeah, and I know is. some other players who are yeah. the same. So anyway, I mean, fighting game players play other games too. 
just like everybody does. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, most most players aren't just playing one game only. Many of us have different genres that we also care about. Care about. I feel like most of us have right. exactly. a different genre that we also care about. So, you know, it's not... Some, some players will play it and are playing it. I just don't think that it is likely that any fighting game players join a Fortnite, pro-level Fortnite team. Maybe one or two, but I just can't imagine there's many more than that. Um, oh, this that's very funny. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Fnatic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fnatic, uh-huh. who's, of course, a Marvel player, Marvel 2, Marvel 3. Uh-huh. And there's also a team Fnatic, but it's spelled F-N-A-T-I-Q. Right, yeah. and the worst thing about it was when... Perfect Legend was sponsored by Fnatic. Yeah. I kept calling him Fnatic. Whoa. And like everyone was like, man, you're racist, James. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> just like, that's funny, dude. I was like, no, no, no. I swear. So uh, I don't think it's that likely that there are going to be players sucked away into it. But I'm, I am very interested in what that amount of money means for other games. Mm-hmm. Because that amount of money is so much bigger that it, you know, it really, it makes Capcom Cup winnings look like peanut yes. shells i mean like not even the peanuts <laughs> but but not even just fighting games it makes the amount of money won in dota which previously was huge like five million dollars you know oh my one million for player yeah, oh my dude. god well that's that is a lot but and then, comparatively speaking a hundred million even makes that look tiny right so I, I just i don't know what the impact is on other esports because that is just so huge like there are be people who see this who haven't been interested in esports before who, who look at that amount and, you know, I, I'm, uh, I don't even know what the repercussions will be. Mm-hmm. Will there be hucksters who get in because they see an absurd amount of money? Right, exactly. I mean, uh-huh. will, or or on the other side, will there be much more professionalization because there's so much money that now we all have to take this super seriously, right. like that. You know, if somebody were to win $20,000 at a Street Fighter tournament, that's something that I feel you got to take seriously. If you have a chance to win 20 million, 200 million, um, 20 million at a, at a tournament, you know, to say you take it seriously is not even, it's an understatement, right? Here, let me, let me, let me do so. I just typed this in there. I just looked this up. Let me put something in a little bit of perspective here, yeah. okay? Poker, one of the, you know, sports out there that has the most money involved in it, right? The prize pool at the 2017 World Series of Poker was $67 million, which is less than what Fortnite is being offered. And the first place was $8 million in there. And so, like you said, a $20 million prize, which is possible for for like the Fortnite championship or something like that, is is insane. (laughs) That is insane. Yeah. And, you know, it... The, the thing, like, how was it stated? Is it so... Uh... It's a very small press release put out by Epic Games. This is, I mean, I can... It's three paragraphs. Read it. Fortnite competitors, grab your gear, drop in, and start training. Since the launch of Fortnite Battle Royale, we've watched the passion for community competition grow and can't wait to empower, empower you to battle with the best. In the 2018-19 season, Epic Games will provide $100 million to fund prize pools for Fortnite competitions. We're getting behind competitive play in a big way, but our approach will be different. We plan to be more inclusive and focused on the joy of playing and watching the game. Stay tuned for more details about competitive structures and eligible platforms in the weeks ahead. That's the whole thing. $100 million to fund the prize pool. Yeah, right. It, it, it's, it's, it almost feels like that might could also mean they could use part of that money to run tournaments because that's technically funding a prize. I don't know. No. Like, like, sure, and, and does, does it even mean only 
sort of competitive mainstream style esports, or does that does the fact that they say focused on the joy of playing and watching the game mean that there's going to be something else that they're doing with oh, that money? Just like online. is there fun style stuff? Is there prizes Dude, like, for watching stuff? I, I mean, heard like there's this new iPhone app that everyone's going crazy about. It's like some quiz show thing that you oh, there's can actually, a bunch of those. Yeah, like win actual money off of yeah, that. Yeah, although stuff. usually all, not much. Right. But it's all venture capitalist stuff, right? So a lot of my, I wonder if Fortnite could do something like that so that, you know, prize pool will be just any battle royale. You have the ability to win money, you know. Could be. Could be. Okay. It's just really up in the air. But uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I lo- I'd love to be more. I've been trying to think about this all day since I, since I heard about this. I just don't know whether it means that there's going to be more hucksters or more professionalization because mm-hmm. I really feel like both routes are reasonable <laughs> when looking at that kind of money. Right. I agree. I mean, I can tell you, like, I, I've had a couple of clients who come to me legally trying to start up for, uh, Fortnite teams even before this because people were hoping that there would be an esports side to it. Mm-hmm. Right? So there have been some big pro teams that have gotten Fortnite teams, and there are also some more community-sourced uh, teams. Mm-hmm. So I've had a couple of clients who do that. And, you know, at no point did any of us think that $100 million <laughs> could be what they're, what they're after. Right. Right. Uh, I don't know. Like, it, it, now if some Fortnite team wants to start, should I should I charge them twenty thousand dollars to start up a team? <laughs> Seriously, I don't know. Right? Should yeah, I do yeah, that? Uh-huh, you have uh-huh. a chance to win a hundred million. Right. Right. Yeah. Should so, I gouge you? Right. Maybe. So this, I don't know, man. It's like weird. you said, it's it's there's that inflation factor too, right? Because yeah. like, does it inflate everybody else? Yeah. You know, like and, and like you said, it might even affect. Dota now. Dota isn't even the big kid on the block when it comes to prize money now. So all of a sudden, are they going to be like, screw it, the international, five million per player, you know, just to try to keep up in a way? Because, I mean, that's how fighting games have been with a lot of those other sports, right? Like, the fact that Capcom Cup winner did get 250000 like, we're all, like, proud about that. We're like, we're getting there, boys, you know? But yeah. now it's like everything is going to, everything is ratcheting up at this point in time, so... Yeah, Fortnite makes much, much, much more money than the other games. Uh, but that's for sure. What, what, where is it? Is it just uh, microtransactions, or I think that's part of it. I think there's another big part of it that's, uh, well, that's probably the majority of it, I guess. But okay. there's also a lot of money that's being brought in on the Twitch side of things. Like that's what Ninja streams, mm, and he's right? Getting yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, a trillion dollars for that. But he, but that money is not going to, to I, Epic I, games. I don't think right? so. But I, but I'm sure that Epic can look at that amount of money and sell ad space against whatever's coming up next. Some people are saying that they sell skins. Oh yeah, because they have all the crazy skins. Like they just had the Avengers tie-in skin. I saw someone doing artwork like for Mortal Kombat themed skins and stuff like that. I I heard it's gonna be uh, Scorpion. There is really good, they're actually- That's what I heard, I don't know if that's Oh dang, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Battle passes, huh? Yeah, so. I don't know. It's it's fascinating to watch though, because that's just so much more money, and you know, I, I I hope that it doesn't make everybody in other in other esports, including the FGC, worried about the things we've been talking about. Oh yeah. Will, will it siphon off players from Overwatch? I mean, maybe. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but uh, has a better chance of probably that, a better chance of that. Sure. Happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cer- and uh-huh, certainly, uh-huh. certainly, same for PUBG, but. Um, you know, we're doing good, mm-hmm, folks. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. We're doing cool. We don't need to... Don't freak out about this and <laughs> and be worried that it means that fighting games aren't keeping up. We're not keeping up with that. We're yeah, just yeah, not... Yeah, we're, yeah. Ain't, we're not gonna. But we're doing pretty well. And, and you know what? I mean, the nice thing about fighting games is it's always been very grassrootsy. You know what I mean? It's like Evo is not gonna go anywhere. That's not venture capitalist kind of thing going on over there. You know what I mean? So... Regardless, the nice thing about that is like, you know, Epic Games is like, here's a hundred million dollars, but if Epic Games came out with a new game, then everything is like, now they throw all the money in there. What happens, you know, that kind of situation, whereas the fighting game community, we're still growing as we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can definitely hit ebbs and flows. You know, a lot of people are probably going to point out, I've talked about like, if Street Fighter died, then, you know, we would have trouble well, in that situation. And, you know, I don't think the FTC would go anywhere. I just think that the growth esports aspect of it would stagnate. It hasn't, though. And even now, I don't think that that's even as much true with as well as Tekken and Dragon Ball have been doing. Yeah, I so, agree. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, I, I mean, honestly, I, I don't think the FGC is really going to have any real problems. I don't, I don't think it has a problem. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that poverty is cool, <laughs> Jose Ramirez. E. <laughs> uh, but that said, uh, you can be well off. Like, you don't need to be a billionaire to be well off. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can yeah, be making... Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. Like, there's a, there's a lot of range of... Comfort. Of, yeah, comfort. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. maybe a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. So, we're doing well. We're doing well. I'm not. I'm not concerned, but I do think it's pretty cool for uh, for Epic and for Fortnite. I don't think that I'm overselling it either. It's a hundred million dollars. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's so much more. Anyway, anything else to say about this? Um, do you think that there is a potential that this could be the start of that esports bubble bursting? Oh, that's an interesting question, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, they're that, putting a lot of money into this, and then what if it fails? Well, uh, you know, the rumors are that they're making hundreds of millions per month. Right. Uh, I don't know if that's been officially released, but that's that's what I've read in the past. Um, so if, if that keeps up, then 100 million sounds like it's totally doable. Right. But even if it doesn't, like say that next month is the last month they ever make 150 million dollars <laughs> they can still do 100 million dollars right. <laughs> so uh i wouldn't be too concerned about this like not being paid out but uh it, it is such a number that yeah i wonder if other leagues right that's the question yeah right how, how they'll respond i guess i guess i'm wor i'm worried anyway as i've said mm -hmm. about um about the uh, NBA 2K League, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. which uh, had like uh, ten thousand when it was first starting and viewership, and now it's at two thousand, and it's just that is just not what they were hoping for. Clearly, I mean, they're they're paying players like thirty thousand for six months, uh, um, and they have a bunch of players, and they had invested a lot of advertising into it, and it's a very top down model for sure, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that's what they were hoping for. So, do they see? 100 million and think we have no chance of competing with this because they don't right right yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. do, and do they just get out of it because it's not it's not you know obviously there have been nba 2k tournaments more from the community side but when it comes to this league it's very top down it's like just very mm -hmm. created mm -hmm. so would that continue to be funded if they know that there's just no way that they're going to get 100 million dollars or anything like it right i don't know maybe not Maybe not. Yeah, because I'm just worried that like some other groups are going to try to like, shit, we need to match this money, and they overdo it, and then they don't make that kind of money back. They don't get the same kind of exposure. 
does it because like I still remember like when uh, you know like some of the esports teams started fi signing fighting game players to decent salaries. That's going to force a lot of other teams to start signing players at decent salaries, and then does that kill a lot of those teams? Kind of in the same fashion, sure. right? You know, if that money doesn't come back, so could this end up? And I'm sure Epic would love it, but it could end up killing some other esports you know, out there. Maybe it's kind of a scary thought. So I, I have seen people say in the chat, and I agree that I think Fortnite is easier to watch than than Overwatch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. First-person shooter. Well, especially in a battle royale format because it's less team format, right? Because like when you even when you watch something like uh, Call of Duty or CS:GO or something like Counter-Strike, like there's team formations and it makes sure. kind of a difference on how their teamwork oh, works sure. and stuff like that. But Battle Royale, if it's Battle Royale and you're just watching one guy, like it's kind of entertaining just to see what that guy is doing by Agreed. himself, right? It does mean that you lose out on most of the action. But yeah. what you're seeing is interesting. Right. Right. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's easier to watch too. Okay. I, I'm not too, I wouldn't be too concerned for Overwatch's sake because they've actually been doing a pretty good job. Yeah. You know, they're, they've actually had pretty good viewership and pretty good sales and their their you know in-person venue has been full and i feel like they've been okay. they've done better than i was maybe worried that they would yeah. so well all i can say is i hope you know the nba league nba 2k league continues to grow yeah no because i i mean honestly i had thought about it i was like i could do commentary for that because i've watched well, you know, obviously you know the nba but yeah but uh -huh. do you know I don't know how you even control your character in NBA 2K. Well, I have see, no idea. See, that's the thing is that I, from the people that I've talked to is they wanted commentary to sound more like the TV. Oh. So they want it to be more kind of like... So it's, it's not like, oh, he held down on the A button and let go at the exact frame to get a three-pointer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, it, if that I, happens, I, I think they more just want like, oh, sets the screen, dribbles to the top of the key, shoots the 18-footer, it's good! That kind of thing, you know what I mean? So, you know. That I can definitely do, but I've never touched the game, so, yeah. you know, yeah. we'll see. Well, see. well, I don't think that's terribly <laughs> likely. It is true that the, the NBA w funds the WNBA, which loses money, but, you know, $100 million is... Yeah. Can you compete with that? I, don't know. I mean, and I've heard that WNBA players basically make nothing. Yeah, they make very little money. Yeah, they make very little money, and then off-season, they just have regular day yeah. jobs, you know, stuff like that, so... Whip. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else to say here? Are we good? Uh, yep, I think we're good. So there's also some interesting news that I just briefly wanted to touch on because it's sort of similar uh, in what I want to say about it, I guess. Okay. That the Arab Esports Federation uh, is has begun, and it is a cooperation, it's a partnership between uh, 11 countries, let me see, which are... Algeria, Bahrain, Egypt, Jordan, Lebanon, Morocco, Oman, Saudi Arabia, Libya, Tunisia, and the United Arab Emirates. So that's a bunch of countries mm. across North Africa and, and the Middle East. You know, it's a pretty good geographical region. And it's, uh, you know, countries in very different economies and cultures and stuff. And uh, it's interesting because, you know, we did hear, if you recall, at Evo Japan, uh, Prince Faisal bin... Bandar bin Sultan Al Saud of Saudi Arabia. Good job. Um, <laughs> he he was there. Yes. I remember Markman posting up a tweet about meeting with him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't meet him myself, mm -hmm. but uh, so we know that he's interested in esports. Mm -hmm. But 
We don't know anything else about the people involved with this, as far as I know. Maybe if anybody does, please let me know. I tried to do some research, but right. uh, they signed a 25-year exclusive agreement with. Yeah, is that's a wild number? Mm-hmm. Absolutely wild I don't even, number. You don't even have to say who they've signed. Anybody? It with. That's right. already a crazy number, right there. Like, Signing a 25-year agreement with for anything, anything. Is, is is crazy. Anything. Okay. Uh, like if it was with the most well-known esports group in the world, you'd think, really? Right. Right. Uh-huh. But instead, it's with Global Esport Resources, a global esports strategy planning and execution company. <laughs> Uh, I tried to look them up, and there was just a little bit. The first thing I found out about them was like from earlier this year, from like right. March. Well, one thing I do want to say, Naughty Senpai talks about the Olympic Games. Like the athletes there don't make money any money, but that's intentional because the athletes are amateurs. Like yeah, technically, it's like, so right. I mean, you're right. It's intentional. It sucks. Uh-huh, uh-huh, right. It definitely uh-huh, uh-huh, sucks. Uh-huh. But it is. Yeah. That's the rules, I yeah. guess. You know, it's horrible. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Sorry. Uh, so, well, that's that's about it. I mean, there's some other, more words about it, but it's it's kind of just whatever. Uh, you know, they have 300 million people in the region, and that includes 80 million active gamers, and the shared revenue of the video game industry in, in the uh, eSports Federation is estimated at $3 billion for 2017. You know, I, I don't know. It's just kind of venture capitalist right. type type language. I there is obviously a lot of money in esports. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of people are trying to get in. They on are, it. they are, mm-hmm. and a hundred million is one thing. Another thing is a twenty-five year long <laughs> partnership with, as far as I know, unknown people. Right. I don't know everybody, but I know a good chunk of people in the esports industry, and I've never heard of those folks. And we also, having been to Kuwait Battle Royale, mm-hmm. have met people in, you know, Kuwait, Qatar, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, the UAE, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Morocco even. Right. Like, we've uh-huh. talked with some of these folks. And, you know, other than the prince in Saudi Arabia. I, They've I, all made it sound like that there's not There's nothing. Going. Right, yeah, uh-huh, yeah exactly. Right. They've never said, like, but there's this global esports right. resource thing, right. right, you know, that we heard about. There's, so. like, a, there's the Kuwait Battle Royale. There's the tournament you know in Dubai. These guys are what creating else? that company. That's why they're signing up for it with 25. They're just trying to make it sound like a partnership or something. They probably are making it themselves. And oh, they're... you mean the, the AEF? Yeah. The, uh, uh-huh. Oh, dude. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, right, I'm yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. But but why? Right. Right. Dude, I, I will be honest with you. When I saw you retweet this, just as an aside here, yeah. I was expecting Yusuf to be in the <laughs> Well, why not? You know? But the thing is, Kuwait wasn't listed. In it wasn't countries. even listed. It wasn't listed. I don't understand that. That seems kind of wrong to me. But... It's it's super weird. Yeah. It's super weird. Um, so, could... I, well, I don't know what else really there's to say in terms of factual stuff. It's, it's more just wondering about what this means. It, you know, first reaction is that it just sounds like some money laundering stuff, mm. in, in my view. Really? Yeah, okay, dude, that okay, sounds okay. that sounds super shady. Uh, Twenty-five year long partnership with some dudes. You know, come on. <laughs> Twenty-five years. It, there's no there's no talk of which games they're interested in. Right. Uh-huh. You know, there's no talk of of the community aspect of it. I just don't know. And and even on top of that. Are they going to get Overwatch? Overwatch is already its own league. Right. Uh-huh, League of Legends uh-huh. has its own leagues. Like, 
what who, games? Who are they gonna get? Yeah, yeah, what is what is uh-huh, anything uh-huh, in this? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's just so out of the blue that it's. I feel like it's hard to take seriously. Splatoon. There you Maybe go. Maybe Splatoon. Splatoon. It's not. It's not the first time. Certainly, if it is. That there's been money laundering in esports, like that goes. There's a Korean tradition there that's 20 years old at this uh, point, almost uh-huh. uh, 15 years at least. Uh, so this is not like a new idea. It's just it's just so big and so the amount of years is so long that I don't know how you take it seriously. Yeah. 25 years? No, I don't think we've even known each other for 25 years. You and me? Yeah, not Definitely even close. No. Maybe even half that. Um, I don't think so. Maybe I'm sure I... No, I heard of your name in, Oh, yeah, yeah, but we haven't that. met each other until like 2008, maybe? Yeah, 8 or 9. Or 8 or 9, like yeah. so we've only known each other for like eight, I guess. 10 years, basically. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. 25 years? 25 years is when... Fighting game turns began. It's like that's when <laughs> yeah, that's, that's when yeah, yeah, yeah. any competitive yeah, yeah, game yeah, yeah, yeah. really began. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Twenty five years. That's it's true, you know doubling true. the length of right. any esports. Crazy. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, it's just it's an it's a weird time. Like esports is growing, but then there's also all of these like just I don't want to use the word shady, but like there's yeah. just a lot of dark corners. Sure. But you just got to navigate around through and make sure that you don't get yourself sucked into something that's just, uh, that just has no chance of succeeding. You know what I mean? Just by, by virtue of what they are. Now, do I think that'll happen with the Fortnite stuff? Obviously not because they are making yeah, money it's, that's hand happening. over fist basically. Yeah. Right. So they'll be fine, but you know, yeah. even if it's not, it, it might not be money laundering there. You know, there's so much money. Some of these folks have the Saudi princes have amazing amounts mm-hmm. of money, and you see them using it sometimes to do wild projects. And mm-hmm. it's like if it doesn't work out, not that big of a deal. Right. There's more money where that came from, and there's a lot of intended forward thinking. It's something we've talked about with the guys in Kuwait too, about you know obviously much of the money that has been made and exists in the countries there is due to oil. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows it's not going to last forever. So they're all trying to do new things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's why Dubai's trying to turn itself into a worldwide tourist destination. Like mm-hmm. it's everybody's got their idea, right? right. Um, and maybe esports factors into that somehow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it could be, but mm-hmm. I, I think it's I think it's worrying, and it's it's you know, in talking about what's the response to 100 million dollars, is it more hucksters or more professionalization? I think I think this is on the worrying side. Okay. So I mean, the people involved are, you know, you got a Saudi prince, you got some rich people and stuff. That's that's not like it's not Triforce or whatever, but it's it is definitely. I don't know. It's concern, I guess. I mean, if you find a Triforce with money, I mean that that's a concern as well, right? Sure. So you know. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, uh, I don't have anything more to add to that. So, if you want to move on to the next topic. Sure, I guess okay. that's it. Okay, do you want to take a break or do you just want to jump on on to Stunfest? Uh, yeah, let's take a break, I guess. Okay, no problem. So when we come back, we're going to talk about tournament results. Yeah, Stunfest, BAM, for you can. A lot of stuff that happened this weekend. E-League so. Challenger. So yeah, so when we come back, uh, we'll be talking about all that stuff. Be cool. right back. And that is a picture of Stunfest. Woo! Ooh, it looked cool. Yeah.
All right, welcome back to the show. This is Tuesday show where we're going to talk about tournament results. A couple of things happened over the weekend. In fact, a few things. Yeah. In fact, one a, might say several things. Yeah, there were a lot of events this weekend, even a lot of them that people probably still haven't even heard about, but I'll get to that in a little bit once we get to the end of all these results. But righty, what do you want to start with? Let's start with Stunfest. Obviously, that was the Capcom premiere event. A lot of people there. Yeah. Um, really big event, and... Um, Actually, a lot of really cool stuff uh, going on there. Hang on a second. I'm just trying to set this up to go over there. There we go. All right. So, Stunfest happened here. This was a Capcom Pro Tour premiere event. So, um, a lot of players traveled over here. In France. Yeah, in France. Now, there were a lot of players who actually didn't. They went to some of the other events that were going That's on right. this weekend. But uh, this was a pretty big one. There was a lot of games there, you know, a lot of the usual suspects there. But uh, let's get into the Street Fighter V here because that was obviously the uh, main focus here. Did you watch it? Yes, I watched a lot. I tried to watch the top eight. Okay. I will be perfectly honest. It was at 9 a.m. in the morning. So I woke myself at 9 a.m. and it started and I just passed right out again and woke up and then passed out and just like saw bits and pieces here and there. I did see a lot earlier in the weekend, like a lot of the um, uh, uh, semis and stuff like that. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so I did get to watch a lot of that. It looked like it was really cool. There's a lot of uh, nice production value. I did mm. go back and watch some of the top eight a little bit. So, uh, but the results that we have here, I mean, just to give you guys an idea, of this is that like for example in 13th place we had like players like Phenom and Itabashi and 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 Luffy right uh in in 13th place I mean that's the caliber of competition yeah. that was here in ninth place we had Dogura, Salty Kid, John Takauchi and Fudo mm -hmm. uh in ninth place but just for the top eight yeah I I actually did watch a lot of fighting games this weekend. I won't even say Street Fighter V. Cool. So seventh place is Fudo Haitani. You know, Fudo yeah. Haitani. Uh, using mostly Akuma. And uh, seventh place also uh, Gachakun with Rashid. Uh, seventh, fifth place was UIUNL. Cami, mm -hmm. fresh off of a, a ranking event win. Uh, and Fnatic Akainu mm -hmm. uh, with Guile. He was the only European player uh, that made top eight European or American player. Uh. He was the only non-Eastern player that that made it in the top eight. Fourth place was CYG BST Daigo Umahara with Guile. Third place Oil King UIU Oil King with Rashid. Second place PG Infiltration with Manat. And first place Fudo Fujimura, formerly Yukadon, with Ibuki. Mm -hmm. Coming from losers bracket. In fact, he started in losers bracket. And started I, top eight in losers bracket. I think so, and wow. I don't think he lost a single game. Wow! Which means yes, he six owed infiltration in losers finals. That's the only match of this that I saw because I went back mm, this okay. morning and was gonna watch it on YouTube, but the way that Capcom Fighters had its YouTube structured, the first video that I clicked on was the grand finals. Oh, you went. So then yeah, I was yeah. just like, well, all right, <laughs> I know what happens, I guess. Right. So then I watched it, and yeah, it was a drubbing. Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. was a blow up. Mm -hmm. Like it, I think infiltration took three, four rounds the whole time. Like yeah. it was a blow up. And, and it's funny because because of the way Fujimura played. Now all of a sudden you got all these people talking about God. Ibuki is so good. She's. So, I mean, it's the standard fighting standard. game reaction here. But honestly, I personally didn't really think she ever fell that far out. I thought Same. she was maybe number six, number seven. 
And a lot of the credit, honestly, does go to Fujimura. Of course. I mean, he is just a fantastic player, right? He's pretty much one of the best. Oh, there's no doubt. In fact, I feel like if you talk about who are the most successful Street Fighter V players, Yukidon slash Fujimura is probably top five. Because, <laughs> you know, this, yeah. is, this is somebody who got very far at, mm-hmm. at EVO, uh, somebody who won, has won multiple premieres, somebody who makes top eights consistently, yet another premiere win. He's done it with two different characters. Mm-hmm. I really feel like he's probably among the most successful. Yeah, he won two premieres in a row last Consecutively. year. Consecutively. Yeah, uh-huh. And so, yeah, really, really strong player. But um, let me see. I think, yeah, this one had one Akuma in there. Because a lot of people have been talking about Akuma as being one of the best characters yeah. in the game. And I, I hadn't really been believing it. But I think it was that Bam, actually, that had like three Akumas in top eight. So we'll get to that in just a okay. little bit. But um, yeah, <clears throat> Fujimura, super dominant. Uh, infiltration, obviously, really, really good, strong player here. What I'm trying, what I'm surprised right here. I'm looking through the the list here. Not even in top 13, not even in the top 16 was a uh, RB, mm. and uh, he actually sent NL to losers oh, wow. with Zeku. Right. So he's actually been playing Zeku that recently. That makes sense. It seems like an RB thing to do. Yeah, he he was actually putting Zeku kind of on the map a little bit, and uh, his Zeku was actually really fun to watch. Towards the end, he was switching to to, to Abigail. I think it was no, was it Abigail or I forgot. He was switching away from uh, okay. Zeku a little bit, but uh, he was playing Zeku and doing well with him. Oh, so okay. And and you know Sanford just won an NLBC with Zeku as well. So you know. You know he's still not a good. He's still not a top character or anything like that. But you know he's definitely he's definitely in there. And I'll tell you one thing. He's a lot of fun to watch. Now. He is fun, yeah. Because just yeah. like RB had one round ending combo that was just like transform, 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 transform. Sick. It was cool to see. It was cool to see. So yeah, he's basically what I wanted Vega to be when Vega came yeah, out. Yeah, uh-huh, constantly uh-huh. switching. Exactly, exactly. Uh, anyway, I see there's no Americans in top sixteen. Nope, no, not at all. All so, right, and we okay. move on. Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, seventh place was NY Chris G with uh, Bardock, Trunks, and v- Vegeta. And uh, seventh place was also Echo Fox Momochi. So Momochi was there. He wasn't anywhere in top 16. Yeah. With A Gohan, Bardock, and Goku. Fifth place was Echo Fox Punk with two teams of Cell Trunks and Vegeta or Goku Black. As well as Ponosmoke with Kid Buu Cell Trunks. Fourth place, CGP Kazunoko with Kid Buu, Adult Gohan, and Yamcha. Third place, DNG Tachikawa with Kid Buu, Gotenks, and Vegeta. Um, Vegeta. I'm just going to skip Vegeta from this point on. Second place, CAG Dogura with Kid Buu, Cell. And uh, first place, CAG Goichi with Bardock, Cell. Well, I don't think there's a lot of surprise in how these results turned out. Yeah. Uh, Goichi is definitely the best player. But there was actually a reset in Grand Finals. Yeah, I mean... So Dogura sent him to losers. Yeah. Which means that is the second set that Goichi has ever lost in a Dragon Ball Fighters tournament. The first being at final round, who he also lost to Dogra. Yeah, I was gonna say Dogra's the only guy who's beaten. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so literally he has only lost two sets in his whole entire career so far, both of them to Dogra, yeah. and that's probably because they play each other a lot. Probably right. So just stuff happens, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's he's super strong. Uh, Punk actually made top eight winners. I watched a little bit of this. I had a little okay. bit of free time, so I that was cool. But yeah, it was a, it was a smoking. And it's interesting to see how they use Vegeta. It is it is a little bit different. It's not quite as it's not it's not just to like maintain regular forward pressure. Now 
It's more about trying to catch the opponent moving forward, like the other. Right. Yeah, the other yeah, yeah, yeah. People catching, are already using it in that way. Catching the vanishes, or yeah. or baiting people into yeah, attacking baiting. you, and then yeah. all of a sudden they run into Vegeta fireballs, exactly. or of course combo extensions. Yeah. Right. And people were already doing these things, yeah, but uh-huh. you just you don't see that much of just like the adult Gohan does legs, right. legs, legs, and then you mm-hmm. call Vegeta for even more pressure because there's stuff the opponent can do now. Right. So. But it still still seems strong for sure. It's interesting because I know Go, Goichi had talked about changing up his team, and now he has Bardock on there. Yeah. So uh, definitely, uh, I mean, I thought he was gonna. I had heard that he might have wanted to switch out like Vegeta. Oh no, it was Adult Gohan because he was worried about the the the, the block string nerf. Yeah. On there, and yeah, now he's using Bardock here, who has obviously. Uh, proven himself to be one of the strongest characters in the game now. Yeah, Bardock is super good. Yeah. There was a rumor that he would pick up uh, Yamcha for the assist, but, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. That's what it was. That's what it was. So mm. he was thinking about using Yamcha maybe instead of Vegeta for the assist, but that would be such a mistake. I mean, he probably tried Yamcha for a little bit and was like, <laughs> and then just went back yeah. to Vegeta. So. All right. <laughs> Tekken 7, uh, third place Atlas Bear Punko. With Akuma and Geese, second place Genius with Paul, first place Goonie with Geese, Bob, Noctis. Most of the players for Tekken probably were in Australia because mm. that was a Masters event. Uh, Windjammers was there, won by Pyrotech from Italy. No, I think that means the dudes he uses. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Eliezer in third place with Germany, second place Kekun with Japan and UK, and first place Powertech with Italy and UK. There you go. I didn't even think about that, but you were you were right. You were right. Smash Brothers first place ELS Ogi Ogi with Captain Falcon. Uh, there was a Super Turbo Team tournament over huh. there, and the first place team was Last Attack with Spirit Mad with Vega, Sol Invictus with DJ, and Zaggy with Chun Li. Okay. Uh, and in the Seagulls tournament, Zaggy Chun-Li took first place. Wow, but second place was a Fei Long and third place was a Blanca. Ooh, okay. Crazy. Good stuff. First attack, Piho and Banshee Bot. First attack, Piho. So is that either he's either sponsored by me or Mono or neither of or us? Or neither. <laughs> I don't know. Guess I need to find a better name for my series here. Uh, Street Fighter Third Strike, uh, Coco Tyox uh, was the team that won with... Coxis with Makoto, Otana with Yurian, and Ultra Yox with Yun. And uh, why is why is the second place team called Where Is Chris G? That's funny. Was he supposed to play on their team and he I didn't show up? But that has Storm Kubo with Sean and oh MOV with Chun Li on there. Wow, so. MOV Chun couldn't get the job done by himself, huh? I know. And right? then third place, uh, these guys, Kupo Kupo, Makoto, well, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Billy Kane, Yun, and Mimosa Ken. When I studied abroad in France in 2004, Billy Kane was the guy I wanted to play against because he was the best known French uh, player. But for whatever reason, it didn't work out or he was traveling abroad or something like that. It didn't work out. Oh, okay, okay. And, but Mimosa was there and I went over to his buddy's house a couple of times okay. to play fighting games with them, to play Third Strike with them. And yeah, he was uh, he was legit. Like, oh, even yeah, in 2004, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, he was super okay, legit. Okay. So he's, sick, sick. it's awesome to see that he's still playing. Cool, cool. Uh, King of Fighters 14 was won by Xiaohai. Uh, Guilty Gear Exit Rev 2 was won by Kazunoko. I like second place was GG Player. Cool. I don't know if that's actually his name or if they just didn't know and they nah. just put the name in there. Then there's Breaker's Revenge and CVS 2, which was won by Punko. He beat Chris G? Nah, I don't know. Is Chris G? I don't know. It's, just, it's, a funny, it's just a funny result to see. MVCI was won by Chris G. Second place was Punk. 
Well, there you go. So we didn't mention this when we were talking about Dragon Ball Fighters, but it is true that Goichi activated the yeah, Dragon Balls right. versus Chris Against G. Chris G. <laughs> that's what's yeah. so it's not the first time. I've seen him do it before. Oh, yeah. But okay, it was okay. in one of those situations where, you know, you've already done a bunch of auto combos because there's only one character versus one character right, left. Yeah. And his character was pretty far down on life. So he chose the option... He like he like first of all realized that he could activate the dragon ball and right die, which uh, is, and went with the auto combo and, I, and actually did it You're right because uh, those the dragon balls aren't on the screen at all times right you just you gotta, gotta have to it. know yeah uh-huh. and which he did and then he picked the full life back for his character and then he continued the combo afterward yep. so like this is somebody who has practiced like all the situations <laughs> you know that's that's yeah very that's impressive right. stuff that's right. Oh, GG player is literally what he signed up as. Okay, that's the guy's actual nickname. That's funny. All right. Yeah, him activating the the, the Dragon Balls was awesome. I saw that clip and I was like, what? And you could just see, like, it's funny because while it's frozen, they pan to the view and you just see Chris G just like smiling there. And yeah, just it was like, cool. Man, it was cool. Can't do anything to beat this guy, dude. So that was Stunfest over in France, but yeah. then there was also Battle Arena Melbourne, which happened in Melbourne. That's right, and Australia. this one was noted because it was a Tekken World Tour Masters event. And so uh, a lot of the guys flew out there, including uh, Mark Man, Tasty Steve, Rip, mm-hmm. and uh, Giuna was flown out there as well, and they all got to do some Tekken commentary in Melbourne. Cool. Or, I'm sorry, Melbourne. Melbourne. They were all saying it that way on stream because yeah. they were being told. It's story. definitely closer than Melbourne. Right, for exactly. Sure. Melbourne. Uh, so, yeah, we'll start with the Tekken results here. Okay. And uh, I watched all of Top 8. Sick, and, okay. Like, a ton of the uh, semis and stuff like that. I watched a crap ton of Tekken uh, that was at Melbourne, so at Battle Arena Melbourne. So, seventh place. Uh, it, seven Koreans and one Japanese player mm-hmm. was going on over here. One of the cool things I should mention about this event, too, is that the top Australian placer, thanks to a partnership with, I forgot which group it was, uh, but the top place uh, Australian placer in Street Fighter, Smash, uh, Wii U, and in Tekken all got free tickets to EVO. Wow. So uh, That's no small feat. That's yeah. A, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So that's actually really cool. We'll get, to, really cool. we'll get to that in Street Fighter in just a second here. Whoa. Bandwidth problems. Okay. Seventh place was Kokoma with Paul and Geist and NM Gura with Lily and Leo. Fifth place was Dimeback with Asuka. Uh, and fifth place was Echo Fox JDCR with Dragunov. Uh, ooh, it's getting worse. Fourth place here was Yamasa Nobi with Dragonov and Steve. So he was the lone Japanese player, and he made uh. it all the way up to fourth place. Third place was UIU John Ding with Eddie and Lucky Chloe. Second place, Echo Fox Saint with Jack7 and Eddie, but who hasn't been traveling much. First place, Rocks Dragon with Ni- uh, Rocks Dragon Knee with Paul. He also won final round against Saint, so he won the run back. So he is... He hasn't been traveling as much, but he has been dominating at the events that he has been going to. So, um, Saint was actually the one that sent JDCR to losers, too. And uh, I remember watching it because JDCR usually beats him, Mm. right? But uh, Saint uh, actually took him out this time. But, uh, yeah, Nii did it with Paul, and he looked really dominant against Saint. I mean, Saint... Actually, I didn't even know Saint played any other character at all. Okay. Like, it's listed as Eddie here because in Winner's Side, he got 3-0'd by me. 
and then when he came back in loser side, he tried Eddie, oh, wow. and it just didn't work. And then he was like, "All right, Jack, the rest of the way," and wow. he lost two straight with Jack. And so knee, very very dominant. So yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's why Saint was using Eddie, dude. When he was using Eddie, I was like, he "Uses Eddie?" Yeah, and like yeah. apparently, like uh, like Rip and and Mark Ban on commentary were saying he uses a lot of characters. It's just oh, really? Jack is just. It just doesn't just does the job for him that most seems, of the time. So I don't know that much about the game. Uh-huh. I'm no expert, but seeing his Jack Seven style, I feel like Eddie is a weird character choice for him. Or is, yeah, that, is that not true? No, I think it's a weird character choice. It doesn't like they're so it's different. like very different, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Dude, but the craziest thing is, man, like there's something about this game. Like sometimes you just see people run up to each other's faces and they just stare at each other right, right, for right. this long period of time. <laughs> Dude, when when Saint and JDCR were playing against each other, they were just periods of time where they ran up to each other and just were like staring at each other in the face for so long. And it always makes me mad because I I, I said this in the tech in, at, at Texas Showdown commentary. I was like. I see that and I get hype and I'm like, man, it'd be cool if I could go up and I try it online and it doesn't work oh, on Green on. Ranks. Yeah. It doesn't work no in way. Green Ranks. No way. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I had a dream last night that mm-hmm. Rip, for some reason, I was playing Tekken with Rip and Rip was like, have you ever heard of this guy, Paul Phoenix? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he was like, you should play him. That's that, And then my dream ended. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got. I'm surprised it didn't include something like boom or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. Yeah. Oh man. All right. <laughs> but I don't know why my dream had him phrasing it like, "Have you heard of this guy, Paul Phoenix?" <laughs> yeah. Paul Phoenix. Paul Phoenix. I'll tell you one thing. I mean, I just te- I just messed with him recently. Learned that character. That character is the "Hi, I hit you, I feel good" character. And, yeah. And, and to be honest with you, he's probably also. A little bit kind of a lower execution character because like all these other characters like I was learning Dragonov they're like I'm like okay after the screw attack what am I supposed to do okay you got to learn like the down forward I think it's like three or four into the into the forward dash into okay. the cancel and to do all these things like that right with Paul I was like what am I supposed to do death fist okay what am I supposed to do the death fist <laughs> what about death fist okay <laughs> it's funny because I didn't want to say this because I'm, again, no Tekken expert. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if my dreams are accurate okay, uh-huh, with respect uh-huh, to Tekken. Uh-huh. But in my dream, Rip told me that I should play Phoenix because he was not a high execution carrier a character. And because I can, he watched me play Street Fighter and he was like, you're a barbarian. And so you should play Paul. <laughs> I guess that's real. That's actually really funny. <laughs> That's actually really funny. I think that I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any reason to trust my you, dream, you but maybe pro- it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you would probably just enjoy death fisting people all yeah. the way. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I can see it. I can see it. That's actually really funny. There you go. Uh, Street Fighter Five Arcade oh. Edition. Oh, and by the way, again, that was a Tekken World Tour Masters event. So, pers- uh, Roxney won a crap ton more points. So he is. I think he was in the leaderboard after final round. Like I said, he hadn't traveled as much. We dropped a little bit to like second place, but he is now comfortably back in first place. So, cool. Uh, Street Fighter V Arcade Edition seventh place was VSDS Somniac with M Bison, and I don't. Uh, uh, Long time second. top player from uh, Australia. I should mention that on Tekken, it is it is it is Chand NY was the highest placing Australian player. Okay. So he's made it to Evo. And here in Street Fighter V, Somniac cool. is the highest placing Australian player. So he is he has a free trip to Evo now. Cool, so man. yeah, like you said, long time player. 
so that's awesome to see him do that. Uh, Chiefs, ESC, BK Sama, uh, also in seventh place with Yurian. I think he's also from Australia. I, they played like a like a playoffs off, oh, off stream, basically. Uh, fifth place, oh, RB was here. Okay. That's what it was. So he beat, that's right, he beat Verloren's Cami in the oh, loser's bracket. Right. He put Verloren's Cami. Sorry, also I got impressive. My, I got my Korean Cami's mixed up. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> okay, so that's why. RB with Abigail here. Yes, yeah, so he only used Abigail in top eight, but okay. he used Zeku earlier. And IG Jewa here with Akuma, hey. still traveling and still doing his thing. So uh, fourth place. You know, next time someone asks me who my favorite Street Fighter V player is, I'm just going to say Jewa because that guy's. I mean, and I don't even mean that as a joke. Like, I almost just want to, like, legitimately say that. Cause, I, I, I root for him. Yeah, because the, the, sure. the effort that he puts in there, man. Sure. Like, uh, it's so admirable to me. Um, fourth place, Brandon with Akuma. Third place, Furson Verloren with Akuma. Uh, Cami, I'm sorry. Man, I'm messing him. I'm messing Verloren up. Second place, Razor Sien with Abuki. Oh, yeah, that's right. And first place, Echo Fox... Tokido with Akuma, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, Tokido's just too good. He's very good. He's just too good, and Sien has even kind of referred to Akuma, I mean, referred to Tokido as kind of like his demon in yeah. a weird way. Like, he's like, I can't be Akuma, I can't be Tokido. I keep calling him Akuma, because, I mean, why not? Like, it's like it's like what I used to call Adon Gamer B all mm -hmm. the time. But yeah, three Akumas here in... Um, in uh, top eight. That's right. And uh, we've had a second place of Buki and a first place of Buki. Mm -hmm. So characters and and, and actually two camis then uh, in fourth or third place. Right. So, you know, definitely seeing a little bit more of the... I don't know if this is more of the like top tier rearing their ugly head or if that's just because this is where all the players are migrating towards now, you know? What do you mean? Because, you know, like... Well, I mean, Punk did say he's going to stop playing cami, but like Punk... And, uh, you know, um, uh, Knuckle Dew, I almost called him Liquid Knuckle Dew. Knuckle Dew went to can are playing Cammy now and stuff well, like Punk, that. Well, Punk said that he is probably going to go back to Karen because he yeah. didn't think mm -hmm. that Cammy's yeah. cutting it for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So, but to be honest with you, it's probably more just that those are the, the, the strongest characters. Well, they probably are the strongest characters. Mm -hmm. But you continue to see things like uh, Abigail showing up and Bison and Urian and so forth. So, I don't know. Right. I'm not too... Yeah, too yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. And and Bison, man. This guy's so fun to watch. He's fun. Yeah. I still want Bison to win an event, dude. I need mm -hmm. him to win a win a win at least a ranking event or something like that. Did that never happen in SF4 or was there one? I think it finally happened like right at the, at the very end, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, seventh place was Salty Pete with Kid Buu, Bardock, and Goku Black, and Electribe with Android 16, yeah. Trunks, and Teen Gohan. Yeah, there's just not as much. Six was he nerfed that badly? Uh, I mean, he was he was nerfed. It's it is definitely a worse mix-up now right. without a hard knockdown. Okay. At the same time, you see more things like Bardock and other mm -hmm. characters, like Kid Buu. Yeah. Well, fifth place no, not here, a big surprise. There's an Issei here. I don't know if that's the same Issei <clears throat> that I knew from a long time ago, third strike player. Uh, but with Cell, Vegeta, Broly, and fifth place was NZFW Tosh with Kid Buu, A Gohan, and Goku. Fourth place, Falco with A Gohan, Goku Black, Android 21. Ando in third place with Kid Buu, Trunks, and Tien. Uh, second place, Dilo with uh, Team Gohan, Goku, and Vegeta. <laughs> and first place, Two Bald Baxter. 
with <coughs> what? Frieza Android 21 Vegeta, what? Yamcha Android 21 Vegeta, what? Majin Buu Yamcha Vegeta, what? as well as Android 21 Goku Yamcha. What? I feel like I need to go and watch. Yeah. This. Like, is Yamcha just going to like die every day? You know, like, and then he just does the work with. Yeah. But then again, he has Majin Buu and 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 Frieza. Yeah, as... these are. Those are some hard characters to play. Majin Buu, Frieza, Twenty One. Those are hard characters to use. Right. I don't even just mean in terms of how good they are, but rather like just executionally difficult. So to have all all of those and uh, Yamcha, Goku, like that's a wild set of characters to bring in. But I guess if you're strong at all of them, you right. take the tournament. That's cool. Right. And um, what's interesting to me is that. Outside of first and third place, oh, first and second place, actually, there's no Vegeta. Wow. That's really interesting. All right, yeah, this is maybe one to go back and watch, then. Yeah, I'll have to go take a look at this. And ju I just want to see what Two Bald Baxter was doing, so yeah. hopefully these matches get up on YouTube. Otherwise, try the archives for that. So, oh, Baxter was the Australian Marvel god. Oh, sick. According to Wasminator. So, and he mainly used Frieza? Dang, oh, that's sick, that's man. cool. Okay, so well, that team, that team, Frieza, Android 21, and Vegeta, that sounds like the more legit team. I guess. Than, I don't know. Because all the other three teams have Yamcha on them. That automatically makes them not legit teams, right? So I think Yamcha sucks because yeah. I tried him and I yeah. thought he was terrible. But um, that makes a lot of sense. So All right, well, we move on. Okay. Uh, Smash Brothers Melee. First, uh, I'm sorry, seven, I almost went the wrong way. Seventh place was Quetz or Ketz with Peach and SD with Fox. Uh, fifth place was MC Fal with Falco and MGC Sora with Fox. Fourth place, Rainbow with Peach. Third place, VSDS Spud with Marth. Second place, Liquid Chudat with Ice Climbers. And first place, Alliance Armada Dang. with Peach and Fox. So Armada and Chudat making their way all the way out to Australia. That is so far for Armada. It Sweden is. Sweden to it Australia. That, that's I almost... feel like that's gotta be like the perihelion for, like that's gotta be the opposite. Yeah. Like more or less What's from- What's the word that you used? Perihelion? Yeah. I've never heard that word before. Is that the opposite side of the planet basically? I think so. That's kind of cool word. That's a nice I'm, word. I'm pretty sure that's the word. But okay. as soon as I said it, I was like, eh, I'm not sure. Okay. But I mean like... 70% sure. It would definitely be a shorter distance for him to go through the planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's always going to be a short... But you know what I mean. Anyways. Uh, wow. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, Smash Brothers for Wii U. Uh, seventh place, Big Snug with Ryu. Duan with Fox and Mario, fifth place Linoon with Bayonetta, fifth place Nature Boy with Fox, Donkey Kong, and Mega Man, fourth place Srix with Luigi, third place True Four with Shulk, Zero Suit Samus, Bayonetta, second place Kanga's Ghost with Bayonetta, Zero Suit Samus, and first place getting a ticket to Evo is VSDS Extra with Mr. Game and Watch. What? Yeah, is he is he considered? Good, I'm pretty sure not, but <laughs> all right. That's, that's, I'm that's, no expert, buddy. It's kind of crazy. Okay. Bam. <sighs> all right. Well, and like I said, he gets to take that game and watch and represent at Evo. So he's the third player who who made it all the way over there. Oh, yeah. Perihelion's the point in the orbit closest <sighs> to the sun. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, okay, as soon as I okay, said it, I was okay. like, oh, I'm not sure about that. Right. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, that was Battle Arena Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne. Uh, 
cool tournament. Good job to them. Uh, looks like it's growing pretty well too. Um, and because uh, I mean, obviously, like Shadow Showdown's not there anymore, right? right? Yeah. So Battle Arena Melbourne and uh, Oz Hado are the two big tournaments there in Australia now. So more power to them for sure. Uh, also, this weekend was Toriyukin. More stuff. <laughs> Toriyukin, of course, taking place in Toronto, thus being called Toriyukin. Oh, yeah, that's right. Anyway. <laughs> I just want to pronounce Melbourne properly. You, yeah, uh, it's it's one of those words that I don't bother trying to get because I'm not gonna get it. Like saying uh, saying Melbourne, it's it's not quite what they say. Right. It's almost like trying to pronounce Ryu properly. Like yeah. you, you just can't do it's just, it. It's like hard. You. Yeah. You like we just don't have the educate. We just never don't have the tongue dexterity yeah, to make that pronunciation. Pronunciation. Basically. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Tor Yukin uh, this weekend. Uh, Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition seventh place was TOSF HQ Vast End with Urian and Vega strong uh, uh, Canadian player Chirithi of course mm -hmm. uh, seventh Sense place with Chun Li fifth place Sabor with Urian fifth place Flux Waves with Armika Abigail fourth place WBG CJ Truth thanks <laughs> I didn't even know you made it all the way out there with Cami third place Knuckle Do with Cami and Guile. Second place, Mouse Problem X mm. with M. Bison and Abigail. First place, Echo Fox, Justin Wong with Manat and Falk. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. that I, You know, I did not know that many players were there. I didn't know that many outside players were there. In fact, very interesting that Problem X crossed the ocean to go to this event when he could have just gone to France from the UK. That's true. So, yeah, isn't that... Wait, what? Yeah. That, well, that there must be... Stunfest was a premiere. This is not. This is a ranking event. So I think that the calculus for him must have been so many good players are going to go to Stunfest. Uh, my time is better yeah, spent getting, uh -huh. hopefully winning, but maybe top two or three right. at Toriyukin. I mean, that's basically what Tokido did, right? right that's what he, Tokido he did. He went and got first exactly. place over in Battle Arena Melbourne. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah, that, that's really cool. But yeah, that looks like a good set of players. Uh, also, Flux Waves, when, when I do... Um, Dragon Ball commentary for the cell games on stream.me. Mm -hmm. That dude shows up and he's really good. Oh, cool. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I've definitely seen him play in Canada before. Good player. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yep. There you go. In Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, seventh place is Furza, Furzen MG with Cell Kid Buu Goku Black and Vasten, as I mentioned earlier, TOSF HQ Vasten with Hit Goku Black Dang. and Adult Gohan. So he got seventh place in two sighting. games. Wow. Uh, two hit sightings? Hold on. Go on. <laughs> fifth place, S. Three hits? Oh, I can't believe it. A anyway, Gohan, Cell, go. Goku, and fifth place, Flux Waves. Uh, with Android 21, Hit Goku, Android 21, Broly Goku. For, uh, fifth, uh, fourth place, Art Vaults, or Alt Art Waltz, with SS, GSS, Vegeta, Trunks, and Vegeta. Okay. Third place, Van Nguyen, uh, another strong uh, Canadian player I've seen do well in mm -hmm. Street Fighter as well. Uh, Bardock, Android 21, Vegeta. Second place, Teemo would sell Bardock and Vegeta. And first place, 1-Up Peppery Splash. Uh, strong Guilty Gear Johnny player. Oh, okay. Uh, with Goku Black, Hit, and Cell. Oh, wow. Beating Teemo. I can't... Uh, there are three hits in top eight. Unbelievable. I mean, most of the time, if they're that good, you, you would say that there's eight hits in top eight, right? So, if it's a music chart. Like they're all hits, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. 
Okay, anyways. <clears throat> anyway, that's really cool because I think that kind of character, that character kind of sucks in IMO. So I must have four hits? One, two, three. You know, I only see three, dude. Only three hits up there. I don't know. Okay, Tekken 7. Uh, seventh place was Fox Fist with Steve. XIT Akadama with Xiaoyu. Fifth place, MTL Far East Magic with Josie. Papadon with Jack 7. Fourth was MTL Very Bad Man with Paul. Third place, Mishimized with Kazuya. Devil Jin Jack 7. Second place, ITS Mach with Dragonov and Law. First place, Circa Joey Fury. Nice Paul work. and Jack 7. Cool. Mm -hmm. Guilty Gear, Exert, Rev 2. Oh, look at that. Okay, uh, I'll just do the top four here. Chacha Man with Milia Rage. Uh, third place, MTL Rain Time with Raven. Uh, second place, AMQQ, Glacial Rain with Leo Whitefang. And first place, 1-Up, Pepper Splash with Johnny. Cool. Remember him making top eight at Frosty Faustings. Mm. So uh, that's where I had watched him a lot. Uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, which is a tournament Legends of Qualifier as well. Uh, seventh place was ST Revival Atari hmm. with Guile and Vega and Psychochronic with Fei Long in seventh place. Fifth place, SMRT, uh, TC Unessential with Chun-Li and Echo Fox Justin Wong with Old Osagad. He's kind of slipping here. Yeah, know? come on, buddy. Fourth place, Dogbert with Oken and Old Sagat. Third place, Lord Jimmy Bones with Balrog. Second place, Chai Rithi with Chun-Li. First place, JED07 with M. Bison. So JED07 qualifies for the Tournament of Legends. Those are some names that I've heard for many, many, many years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Psychochronic going back forever. Mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy Bones for a long, long time. Unessential the same. Atari relatively new, but he's been actually getting top eight at most oh, yeah, of these, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most of these been, events. I I'm, I didn't know he played Vega. Oh, actually, I might have seen him. I didn't use, know he played Vega either. I, I, I might have seen him use Vega counterpick in some matches or something like that. But he's definitely a mostly Guile character. Yeah. And I can't imagine a character that, like, who beats up Guile enough that would make you want to switch to a Vega? Maybe Dalsum? Me? Okay, okay. I could. I, but there's no Dalsum in that. Well, then I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe Balrog? Maybe Old Sagat? Old Sagat could be one, actually. Could be Old Sagat, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Old Sagat Guile is kind of an annoying fight. And Vega could definitely... I mean, I learned Vega at first to fight Old Sagat. Okay. Because I had no one that could fight that character yeah. at all, right? So I just picked Old Sagat. And then, like I said, I went to Wednesday Night Fights and just started beating up everybody with my Vega, my crappy Vega. Except for Mr. Igloo. So good, good shit on Mr. Igloo, so... Well, Silent Scope says that he played against uh, Dogbert's old Sagat with Vega. With, uh, Vega. So mm, there, yeah, you go. there you go. And yeah, yeah I mean, again, right. Chirithi, good forever. Mostly third strike back in the day, but he also played ST too. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Jed. So those those are guys who've been playing for a long time. Yeah, I actually honestly did not know Chirithi played Super Turbo at that level. So that's cool to see. That's cool to see. Uh, Blaze Blue, Central Fiction. Uh, fourth was Art Waltz with Ragna. Third place was SJ. Second place, Bram Combo with Ragna. First place, Rakir, who I've definitely, you know, is another uh, strong player that I've heard. Sure. Plays lots of different games. Uh, Habiki and Jubei. Mm -hmm. So there you go. So that was Tor Yukin. All right. Uh, also this weekend was, if I'm not mistaken, the Red Bull Conquest okay. in Seattle. So Red Bull Conquest is well oh, underway. Yeah. So this was in Seattle. So Yipes and Persia made their way Dang, out there sick. for this to do hosting duties and stuff like that. And so we got a qualifier here uh, to go to the Red Bull finals, basically, the Conquest finals. So. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Uh, let's do this here. Click that to get 
get this over here, but uh, this will be very quick. Uh, uh, let's see here. Oh, they don't have the results. Oh, uh, I figured you had the results. Oh, okay. I thought this was the results. Actually, can you see if you can find the results? Uh, my keyboard is not oh, working. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, okay. Uh, if anybody has the uh, Rebel Conquest Seattle results, there we go. Let's see. Uh, we have something over here. Smash GG. Well, that's probably Chicago. It. This is Chicago right here. Yeah. Why don't we just go to the one you open? Okay. So here we go. Let's see here. Uh, Seattle Conquest. May 21st. All right. So, uh, blah, 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 da, 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 da. let's see here. So, uh, looks like uh, Chris CCH is strong guile. Oh, wow. Uh, defeated West Coast Pleases Birdie in a 3 0 match. So, CCH. He's a young player. That's, that's yeah. really cool. So, he, he gets to, to qualify there. Now, uh, Tekken uh, looks like uh, the final match was Bin Chang versus. Moltar Ruiz and uh, Bin Cheng was able to defeat him with a score of three to one. Okay. So Bin Cheng's uh, Claudio, a Claudio player, and so he's qualified there. And this was an interesting one here what? in Guilty Gear. Hamad won over Dave O. Wow. But Hamad is from Texas. He lives in Houston. So do you just travel here and just jack somebody's spot? I guess if it's the same Hamad. Oh, Molta, Molta Ruiz is is named Colton. Is he's known more by Colton, but he forgot his Smash.gg password, so All right. he had to well, hey. go with a different name. So, congrats to those three folks. Yep. So they are qualified for the Red Bull Finals. And uh, Hamad was in Seattle for a job interview. That's hilarious. Well, then if he gets the job, then technically. Yeah. Why not? You know, then why it not? technically makes sense. <sighs> and then is that it for results? Uh, I that is it for the results that I have. Let me see if I can find something really quick. If you don't mind, I'm gonna see if I can uh, find this really quick. But uh, what also happened this weekend, as uh, someone was giving me a lot of information about, was uh, India's first major. Wow. India's first major was taking place this weekend, and he was tweeting me about it. I was retweeting it a lot and stuff like that. I mean, it's an unfortunate situation because it's on the weekend that like there was like seven thousand yeah. other things going on. But um, he sent me like the links and all that stuff like that. I tried to retweet it. I remember um, uh, some of the like the, the like I, I saw that their stream had to go down because there was like a health emergency that that was wow. going on over there or something like that. But uh, it's really cool because they really haven't had any big majors over there. And so, so uh, do they actually have uh, the results here? Um, but the event was called, uh, they called it Proving Grounds themselves. Okay. Right? So that's what uh, um, uh, uh, Red Bull has called their events before. Yeah. But there you go. So it's the Proving Grounds Bangalore, Bangalore uh, 2018. Yeah, I don't have the results here, but um, yep. That's that's uh, that took place this weekend, and I just wanted to give them a shout out because sure, I know I know that they uh, put in a lot of work and effort into that, and I think that's super cool. 
lot of scenes. In fact, I've been getting a lot of uh, messages from somebody talking about like the South African scene as well. He even sent me a video that I retweeted out that he. That's liked. right. I saw that. Yeah. So that, that was very cool. Really cool. So. Oh, also, I wanted to say. <laughs> the Lord of the Machine. Come on, Curly W. Nice job, Curly. <laughs> uh, I also wanted to say that some months ago, and I've been forgetting about this. I when we were talking about how there are no CPT events between like Western Europe and East Asia mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I was like trying to come up with a country to represent the fact that not every country has a tournament because mm -hmm. not every country has tournaments and I brought up Bulgaria just happened to come up mm -hmm. and then after that somebody from Bulgaria <laughs> who happened to listen to the show <laughs> uh, said that in fact He's been he's been working on developing the local scene. That's awesome. I think that's super cool. Yeah. So my my bad for ripping on your country. Certainly no <laughs> offense meant, but I guess I did. Uh, so I, I apologize for that. But that's super cool though that you are that you're working on things out there and and hoping ho hoping that you can develop the scene. Yeah. Looking and, for good things makes, over there. It's just like I said, so that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to shout out this India tournament and also you know mention the South African tournament. It's just it's cool to see that um you know this kind of thing growing all over the place and stuff and you know i know india had a little bit of a uh, uh, uh mentioned before because at uh one of the players that was at the event was b3 the guy who made it to to brooklyn beatdown uh -huh. remember he won the, the 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 invite there sure and so you know we were talking about the india fgc at that time too but uh this is i mean it might not be the first first major there but there's like this is like the first like large scale according to the guy who talked to me about it could just be you know like you know trying to play down some of the other ones i uh -huh. don't know but you know obviously it's cool to see that the india fgc is definitely for sure there's you know, a lot of players there getting stronger so. yeah but there's nobody playing fighting games in turkmenistan I'm just gonna put that up <laughs> Look, if you sick of somebody from Turkmenistan came to me on Twitter and was like, David, how dare you? <laughs> Nobody. I, I like okay, I like your odds right uh, now. Yeah, I'm just I like your a country. Odds. Yeah. I like your odds. <laughs> okay. That's all I have for results. Antarctica, true. Yeah. Gotta imagine. Antarctica is is gotta be the one that's got nothing there. So Especially the way that Canuck sixty two phrased it. Antarctica doesn't have a great fighting scene. So he, they're not saying that nobody plays fighting games there. Mm -hmm. They're just saying it's not a great scene, which is definitely true. I don't know. I heard some of those penguins are pretty good. Damn. You know, they're all Elena players, though, because they have very happy feet. <laughs> wow. What a, what a call out. Uh, but it is true. That's not actually a country. Yes, that's true. All right. All right. Well, anything else? Uh, oh, yeah. E-League uh, Challenger. Oh, that's happened. right. The E-League Challenger. And, uh, well, who, who, I mean, it happened, happened a while ago, but we just found out I the mean, results yeah. of this. And uh, JB won the event, but there was a last chance event, which they all got to compete in again. And Commander Jesse took that one. Okay. So the competitors that will be going into E-League. So originally, there was 30 players who announced that they were invited. Where's the last two? Right. Like, they were, one of them was going to be from the Challengers, and who was the last one? And it turns out that they were both coming from the Challenger series. Genius. And it is going to be uh, E-League. I'm sorry. It's going to be E-League and, and JB. It's going to be Commander Jesse and JB. So they have made it into the E-League 
uh, series that's going to invitational that's going to be airing later on this year. Yeah. And uh, personally, I'm super happy for Commander Jesse. Yes. And uh, I, you know, JB obviously super strong player as well. I don't know if I can claim that. SoCal know. player. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. SoCal players. SoCal. Uh, that that is really cool though. They they were, they were probably the two best players on the show. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So I I think it's cool that. I didn't really watch it, but I'm glad that like stupid shenanigans didn't get in the way. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, like when Justin didn't win whatever WCG, WCG because, because he, couldn't, he couldn't drive a car. Well, and he couldn't and he couldn't and climb he could, a rock face or whatever. Not it was. only could he drive a car, he also couldn't drive a car with his feet either, which was one of the tasks that they had to do. Like later on, they had to drive like play a racing game, but control the steering wheel with their feet. They did a lot of shenanigans things like that. It's horrible. In, in, like one of them, they had to play a shooter through a mirror, you know, oh and stuff like that. They did a lot of that kind of stuff. So. That's so stupid. Still the greatest thing about that, Justin crashing into the thing when he was driving the actual car. Yeah. Now, they blacked out the window and put a camera on top of the car, so you yeah. had to play it like it was a racing game, basically. Didn't know that. Yeah, they actually did do that. So I'm not going to take full blame for him crashing, but... Before he went on the show, like he was, that was when he was living with me, and he yeah. was just like, "I know they're gonna make me drive. Can you teach me how to drive?" <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, dude, how did he know that? Dude, this is Justin, right? He just, cause he's just like, "There's gonna be a racing game in there." Wait, okay. Right. He's like, "There's gonna be a racing game. They're probably gonna make me drive. I need to learn how to drive a car." Cause he's from New York. You don't have to learn how to drive a car in New York. A lot of people come from New York. They don't know how to drive, sure. right? And so I actually took him into a parking lot and was like trying to teach him how to drive at one point in time. You, you did the dad yeah, thing? Yeah, I did the dad thing. I took him to a parking what? lot trying to teach him how to drive. And then, you know, he, uh, sure enough, on the show, he crashes into a pole. Oh, my God. Like, James, no. Ugh. I was just like, I failed you. You failed him. I failed Justin. So, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure he still doesn't have a car. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. So, <laughs> like that, he's he's managed to live in Southern California, Northern California, and Las Vegas for like a decade now without a car. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's gotten a lot easier thanks to Uber and Lyft. Well, I guess that's true. Right. So that's definitely. In fact, there are people who live in Southern California right now who have chosen to only take Lyfts and Ubers as opposed to learn to drive a car because buying a car, insurance, yeah. maintaining a car, all that stuff, way more expensive actually than just taking Ubers and Lyfts everywhere. If you don't have to drive to work every day or something like that, mm-hmm, then yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that may be true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. Uh, do you want to take a break? Or let's, do you yeah, keep let's do it. Well, I, mean, I don't know. How much uh, news and stuff do you have? Uh, like, yeah, Dece? Average, average, yeah, decent amount. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Okay, and then when we come back, we'll finish out with the FGC news. All right, be right back, guys. Oops, wrong side. There we go. Tilts. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ultra Chen Show. I'm James Chen. Hey. I'm Ultra David. <laughs> so, let's talk about Combo Breaker. Yeah, that's, that's coming right. up this coming weekend. In yeah. fact, I'm leaving on Thursday. Wait, aren't you leaving on Thursday? I'm leaving on Thursday. We're leaving on Thursday, okay. although not together. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be staying in the Chicago area on Thursday night. And then Friday morning, I'll go to Walker Brothers Pancakes with my great aunt, who's in her mid-90s now. 
and also the rest of my family who's also flying out there to have a nice little hangout. That's cool. She likes to get the, I believe, Swedish pancakes. Ah, yes, crepes. Most, yeah, they're basically crepes, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, whereas I prefer the traditional pan pancakes, and we often also get an order of like the apple, it's basically like cake, it's like a cake pancake. Huh. It's not cake, it's, it's, uh, it's like a pie. It's like an apple pie pancake. That sounds amazing. It's really good, but it's like so much that we buy one for the table. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. And you can have like okay. a piece or two. Right, 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 okay, okay. I Walker mean, it Brothers. sounds like Chicago style, right? Like when you eat I pizza, suppose that's you true. can only have one slice of pizza, so. I suppose that's true. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's what I'm looking forward to when it comes to uh, <laughs> Combo Breaker. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. That's all. But oh, also okay. the fighting game tournaments uh, also yes, going to occur. Yes, yes, Combo Breaker, of course, has basically catapulted itself in a very short time to becoming one of the premier fighting game events in the world. Absolutely in um, the world. It is a lot of players' favorite events to go to. Obviously, EVO is the biggest event, but Combo Breaker still maintains a lot of that grassroots feel it does. to it. And, um, you know, for the longest time, it was always Evo and CEO. Now, this year, CEO is kind of stepping up big time, you know, with the NJPW stuff, uh, crossover stuff. And the but, big arena. And the big arena. But Combo Breaker has always, uh, has now kind of gotten to its play point where, like, when people do ask me the question, I can go to a fighting game event. I can't yeah. make it to Evo. What should I go to? And my answer is always Combo Breaker these days. Yep. And it is um, just become one of the... Uh, go-to places, and one of the things, key phrases that you hear from a lot of people that talk about this event a lot of times is how much fun it is. Yes. It's just a lot of fun. They have the cool things like the mystery game tournament, the, the auction. Dude, they're stepping up the auction yeah. stuff this year. They've got like five auction games and stuff, so... Um, but, you know, there's just a lot of fun stuff here, and of course, it's gonna be the start of the Injustice Pro series. It's going to be a Tekken World Tour Master Series. It's a Capcom Pro Tour Premiere event. Mm -hmm. So it's just pretty much like the, the, the place to go for everything. For Everybody sure. is, you know, taking Combo Breaker as one of the premier locations for any of your Pro Tours out there. So... And, uh, it, and it might even be the location that MK11 is announced. Who knows? If I guess. If there's rumors about that. If During the break, rumors. people were talking about that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and since it is so big, there are giant tournaments. Um, but you know, so there's Street Fighter, Dragon Ball has 700 plus mm -hmm. entrants. There are giant events. But anyway, they're playing Mortal Kombat 9 there, uh, and that I'm <laughs> I'm really I'm really stoked for that. I, I mean, the last time I checked, Combo Breaker had about like 700 and some. And Street Fighter had like 600. You mean D DBFZ had 700. DBFZ, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I can uh, tell you exactly how many because I got the old Smash GG up. 739. Yeah. For Street Fighter V, 676. About 10% more players playing Dragon Ball yeah. than Street Fighter. So Tekken 7 has 473. Guilty Gear Xrd Rev 2 has 337. Injustice 2 has 221. Under Night and Birth EXE Latest has 164. Yes. That is cool. Killer Instinct has 140. Also awesome. Blaze Blue Central Fiction has 139, Smash Bros. Wii U 116, Skullgirls Second Encore 131, 
That's cool. Mystery game is capped at 128. Probably would have been gigantic. Right, yeah, of course, of course. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, 127. That's cool. Mortal Kombat XL, 123. The King of Fighters 14, 113. Vampire Savior, 111. Awesome. I'm so hyped about Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, also 111. Dang. It's probably the same people playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super Smash Bros. Melee, 94. Street Fighter 3, Third Strike, 101. So there's not a single game there that's under 100. Oh, yeah. Mortal Kombat 9, 74. Oh, you were skipping that, I see. Well, it was just that's down the list. Okay, okay. That's all. Um, I'm really excited for a lot of these tournaments to happen. You know, Dragon Ball is going to be gigantic, of course. Mm -hmm. Tons of top players. Same with Street Fighter as a premier event. It's, it's super packed. Tekken will be packed. A lot of these games will be really packed. But I'm just really excited for Mortal Kombat 9, honestly. Like, that's, that might be the game that I'm looking forward to most because I haven't seen it played at a high level in a while. I miss it. I know that I don't remember it, the specifics of it despite how many hours I put into that game. But I, I've been going back and I re-downloaded it for Steam. Mm -hmm. And I've been just messing around in training mode trying to remember stuff. Uh, I've been uh, watching old match footage. And it's been really fun to, to catch up on it. Yeah. You know? And, and Chicago was definitely one of the hotbeds of that scene. Yeah. Continues to be for mm -hmm. Injustice mm -hmm. games, for uh, NRS games. But, but especially at that time... Now I would say that's maybe tampered off a little bit, but at that time, I mean, that was you know, one of the one of the major spots for it. So, super cool. A ton of players who don't really keep up with like Injustice Two or are MK entering. Ten maybe. Even even in some cases, MKX. I mean, most of them okay. did play MKX, but okay. it's maybe not like where they had the success. Right. You know, there were players in in MK Nine who didn't have as much success in the future, whether because they didn't practice as much or whatever happened other talented players mm -hmm. so it's going to be very cool to see who can keep it up in mk9 there yeah. has been trash talk oh really oh 100 percent. there's been trash talk because there are perfect legend i don't think he entered he didn't enter it yeah and that is that yeah it's a bummer kind of doesn't want to sully his that know. that is my guess that he feels like he proved it all back in the day and he knows he's not... Nobody's playing it seriously now. Right, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he knows uh, he's not... I got to think that that's part of it. Okay, okay. Yeah, but um, no, I mean, if you if you go through and check out the brackets, there are four pools and each one of them is is packed. Like, there are, you know, players... Like, just look out... Well, people aren't even going to know the names anymore, so I guess I won't bother. But I, I'm really excited for Pool 3, which has Tom Brady uh, and also... Uh, you know, Rick is in there. The Hotto's in there. Star Charger, Sabin, who was really good in, in oh, MK9. Yeah, 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 that's right. Rip actually was really good in MK9. That's right. PND Mustard is in there. Dang. Uh, Gun Show is in there. All these pools are like this. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, Waffles is in there. Dude, whenever a game gets to this point, this is what pools are always like. You know, when MVC2 was starting to trickle yep. down, every bracket was deadly. Even like when Street Fighter 4 was starting to trickle down. And every time a game gets to this point, like... Every pool is just death pools everywhere. Like, look at this one pool. So, CD Manny, Comp Bros, Jeremiah, Jer, Katana Prime, Guido, Pim Pim Jim, Slayered Hat, Sonic Fox. Was that Jer or Gur? Jer. Jer, okay, okay. Yeah, from, uh, I believe, Montreal, if I recall correctly. Nice. Okay. And then, you know, you got. So, a lot of people think that Forever King is one of the best players in NRS history, but most of his success has been after MK9, mm. and yet. 
Uh, he's been talking up doing well in MK9 at this okay, event. Okay. So Sonic I'm, Fox is in it too, as well. Sonic right? Fox is in there. Okay. Yeah, okay. for sure, dude. Uh, I'm I'm really stoked for it. It's just going to be a lot of fun. All, all these pools are so crazy. So 16-bit and Foxy Grandpa and Cusco, uh, Killer Shinnok, Slayer, Newbie, Shijinky Dink. Uh, dude, they all came out of the woodwork they, to play this, dude. Yeah, it's, it's so amazing. cool. It's amazing. It's so I'm, cool. I'm super stoked for it. Okay. Okay. Super stoked. Yeah. Yeah, Curly W. I mean, some people were mentioning this in chat, but Curly W says this as well that Tekken Seven had the highest percentage of only Tekken players. Oh, that makes right? sense. Right? You know, but uh, you know, Tekken tends to have a little bit less, least of the crossovers, okay. which is why there's still no like Tekken player doing well in Dragon Ball right now, which mm. makes me sad because I would love, be cool. love to see having someone in that scene as well. So yeah, Forever King really came in at maybe like the end of MK9, but doesn't, that wasn't, he wasn't strong yet. It wasn't until Injustice 1 mm -hmm. that he got strong. Yeah, but I mean, shout outs to all the uh, the, the, the the old school game events there too. VSAV, uh, Super yeah. Turbo, I'm excited about. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm not scheduled to do any Mortal Kombat 9 commentary, only Street Fighter V. Uh, you know, the Chicago Major for me is not just about the tournament, it's also about the fact that I have a lot of family in the area. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, I, like I said, I'm going to go hang out at Walker Brothers on Friday. I have only one commentary block on Friday. Oh, interesting. You know, which I really appreciate because I'm, I'm there not just to do fighting games, but also mm -hmm. to see family, mm -hmm. which is my one chance a year to do it. So, I, as a result, I'm, I didn't even put my name in to commentate other okay. games. Okay, cool, cool. Are we going to compete in the ST when 30th Collection comes out? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if it's something that I would like to do. So I mean, Negative. It's, it's, I would like to do it. I think it would be super fun. I just don't know if I have the time for it. And I don't know if I would just get frustrated because I'm not sitting there practicing it all the time, you know, kind of situation. Although, it's really not much to practice for There's me. not that much to practice. There's not that much to practice. you got to learn how to do cross-up, jump, short. Yeah, that's what I need to do. So go to training mode and pick... A, Pick someone that's not the stupid Shotos, because they ruined it for me. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But at least you can learn safe jumps against them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I safe mean, to be honest, there's no reason to safe jump the Shotos, to be honest with you. Why not? Because you just do max range crouching medium kick on them. But you could be doing point blank button and then grab. Yeah, it's not necessarily the best range, I think. Like max range crouch medium kick is like you'd rather be there anyway. Yeah, like that a you lot don't get times. you don't get grab situations, regular grab. Well, there's always hooligan kind of things. So, right. you know. But you know, I you know what I should learn it because I need to mix it up. Even yeah. though if one of them is better, you got to keep mixing them up to keep them guessing. Definitely. So yes, that is true. I need to learn the uh, safe jump timing on them. So cool. There you go. Only so forty four percent of Tekken entrants only entered Tekken. Very interesting. Dang, nice. Thanks for the interesting uh, details there. Curly W. Yeah, of course. Who he's of one course of the, does the pools. Yeah, he's one of the main guys there. He's one of the guys who does a lot of work for them. Yeah. At combo breakers and, and other tournaments pools as well. Mm -hmm. By the way. Yeah. Wow. Thirteen percent of Dragon Ball Fighters entrants only entered Dragon Ball Fighters. Wow. But see, that's eighty-seven percent. Entered multiple games. But see, that's what's important to know about Dragon Ball. It really kind of is the melting pot, yeah. right? It's it is. it's not that the Dragon Ball players play everything else. It's that everybody plays Dragon Ball, right? So when the game came out, everybody wanted to try it. Yep. And so while it doesn't have the most unique entrance, the reason why it has so many entrants is because it appealed to so many different people. Definitely. And I think that's super cool. Definitely agree. So that's coming up. 
this coming weekend it will be in the Chicago area you know the streams will be Capcom fighters for SF5 Tekken for Tekken uh, is it Team Spooky for the others? I believe so, but let me know. I mean, look, the, the real answer is follow Ace King Offsuit on Twitter. Yeah. And he'll throw out the schedules, and he always does a great job, although he said that he was having a particularly difficult time oh. trying to put out Combo Breaker's schedule um, on one graphic. <laughs> yes, and we did mention that. Tekken is a master's event for Tekken World Tour. Street Fighter is a premiere event, and it is also the start of the Injustice Pro series. Oh yeah, so that means Injustice should be on NetherRealm. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yes, that's correct, that's correct. So. Cool man, there's a lot of stuff going on. 21% yeah. of VSAV entrants only entered VSAV. So more percentage cool. of VSAV players are there only for VSAV. That's the than, highest. Than, than, uh, highest unique percentage of all the classic games. That's, well, I mean, it makes a lot it, of sense It makes sense, too. yeah. It makes sense, because VSAV is, the fans of VSAV are very big fans of it. and. Yeah. When you play VSAV, you're playing it because it's a very specific type game. It's very different than the other games, for yeah. sure. And for sure. It, I mean, it's degenerate. Like, it is is basically the most degenerate fighting game out there. It's cool. I don't understand how the Vampire Savior people haven't gone to a 3 out of 5 system. Like, it makes no sense mm. to me. Because 2 out of 3 matches have... I mean, I know some tournaments have, but like a legit 2-3 match which is not even a slaughter, but like a real fight, yeah. can sometimes last shorter than like an entire round in, in, in like Street Fighter V. Like it's so stupid how fast that game can go. So It's fun. I will be doing some VSAV commentary. Yes, I am oh God, I'm so excited about cool, that. Cool, man. So I'm happy about that. So Good. It's one of my favorite games to, to, to watch and stuff like that. Again, I'm, I, I, I'm not strong at playing the game because the game has gone far beyond than what I yeah. what I initially did with it but it is still absolutely probably in my heart my favorite fighting game one Damn. of my favorite fighting games so I should also say it seems like the grudge match that was developing between Tweety and Tekken Master in Injustice 2 doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Tweet, Tweety is definitely a good player. Doesn't have the results that some of the other top players do, okay, but he also okay. hasn't traveled as much. Right. So uh, he and Tekken Master were kind of bantering about, and Tekken Master was like, you know, complaining about Tweety's characters, which is something that he does. You know, he's mm. like always done that. But uh, he also has the results, of course. Like mm. second at Evo, you know, he's won yeah, yeah, some yeah, big yeah, tournaments. Yeah. Of, uh -huh. You know, he's many, many times top eight. Uh, so that would have been fun for me to have seen those guys because I don't feel I feel like there's not as much in the way of grudge matches as there once was. Mm -hmm. So that would have been cool, but it sounds like it's not going to happen after all. Okay. Okay. Check it out if you can. It's going to be great. <sighs> combo Breaker is going to be a good one. Look, last year we did not make Combo Breaker, and no. I was super sad about that. So I was literally walking the streets of Paris, walking around the Arc de Triomphe, thinking to myself. Should have gone to Chicago. That's exactly <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah, I know. That really know. happened last uh -huh, year, uh -huh. so I'm I'm super excited to be there. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Let's go on to some FGC news here. Lots of little things going on uh, all over the place cool. here. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about uh, some tournament events here. Uh, Canada Cup, another great event year after year, is actually going to be the location of the Tournament of Legends finals. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be at EVO this year because they want to give people more chances to qualify. And then Canada Cup 
Excuse me. Sorry, you guys all heard that through the microphone. Oh, I didn't um, hear it. Uh, you know, they've been doing a great job. Like last year, that's when, you know, Matsu and Kusamundo and all those guys showed up and everything like that. But um, it's a great place for ST, so it's going to be the Tournament of Legends final uh, out over there. But also, lots of great things. Lapchi always does some cool, cool stuff over there. But registration is now open for Canada Cup, which will take place on October 26th through the 28th. So definitely uh, register for that if cool. you can. Uh, let's see if do I have any other event news here. We talked about the E-League stuff here. Uh, oh, this is a really interesting one. Um, this was just announced earlier today, but Team Ninja announced that Dead or Alive 5 is getting a special tournament run at EVO. Interesting. And EVO is going to support it and put it on stream and everything like that. Cool. So they're having a Dead or Alive 5 EVO Showdown 2018. And uh, they basically said to the DOA fans and fighting game fans, thanks to you all, we are proudly announcing that Dead or Alive 5 Last Round will take part in the world's largest fighting game festival, EVO. Five years have passed since the DOA 5 series started. It's been played by more than 10 million gamers. Dang. Meanwhile, the DOA community has expanded to become larger than ever before. To proceed to the next stage... Okay. Interesting. Okay. We announced the end of the DOA 5 series in December. But to my surprise, the God of Fighting Games has given us another chance to let players enjoy this franchise at the event once more. Though it's a side tournament, the fact that DOA is joining EVO itself is key and something which we have been longing for over 10 years. So I hope you will join and enjoy the show. Wow. So scroll up just a little bit there again. Sure. So too much. There you go. To proceed to the next stage, yeah. we announced the end of the DOA 5 series. So strongly implying a new game. Right. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, because... I mean, even when they announced the end of it, they just, it was basically, we're not making any of the new DLC and, you know, we're, we're stopping. Because they have been releasing DLC this whole five years, you know, just costumes and then right. even guest characters. Like, they added Mai in the game at one they point. They did Mai? Yeah. So, From KOF? Yeah, yeah. So, like, Akira and Pai and, like, Sarah what? Bryant are in the game. Right, those I know. Right, but then they eventually added Mai. Yeah, they put wow. Mai in. I mean, like, come on, that's like the, the that perfect That actually makes fit. total sense, yeah. Perfect fit, right? But, you know, it's, like, the fact that they're doing this, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to set anybody up for disappointment, but yeah. this, this screams Dead or Alive 6 it, it, announcement sure. trailer kind of thing, you know? Oh, you think at, at EVO? Yeah, because a lot of fighting games are using EVO now to, to, to announce yeah, things. Sure. I mean, look at last year, for dude. Sure. Because, I mean... You're not going to get that kind of crate. Like when Geese was announced, like the, the entire stadium almost exploded. I like I almost, like I was sitting in the audience Same. and like I was going nuts and people around, like as soon as the first noise came up, like I heard someone in front of me go, Geese, like mm -hmm. really loud. And mm -hmm. it was, oh man. And you know, to have that kind of reaction from a crowd and have that be your publicity is, is, like, you can't get that anywhere else That's for fighting games. And so, you know, I, I like, even though E3 is coming around before, I got to imagine companies like Team Ninja would probably save Dead or Alive 6 announcement for Evo. So. That makes sense. Just, uh, just make sure that it's not the Abigail of announcements. <laughs> oh, God. Ended up being a cool-ass character, but, man, that oh, announcement was not good. God. I, I mean, not a you, good review. Were, especially because you could tell because after the tournament was over, nobody left their seats because they were positive there was going to be something else. And there was nothing. 
Nothing. But you know, um, what's really interesting though is that you know Team Ninja has done a lot to support DOA Five to try their best to make yeah. it a premier fighting game. Now that they can kind of start from scratch and kind of approach the game from a different viewpoint, okay, and maybe try to turn it into the serious DOA. You I know, think they tried that with DOA Five, if um, I recall correctly. Maybe. I mean, yeah, there's still all the swimsuits that you can oh, buy. Oh, all over that's the never going away, like right? That. That's I, okay. Yeah. That's never going away. That, yeah, 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 that's yeah, like getting uh, rid of uh, violence in MK. Uh, we talked about before. Yeah, that's just that's, that's the series defining thing. Yeah, that's true. It's true. But I think that they tried to make the game strong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I never but, played but, it. But like, I just, heard it was like, good. Coming at it from pure esports kind of yeah. standpoint, I think they could probably do a lot of cool things with it. Okay, so. yeah. I, I'd be excited for it. Sure. So. But that's a cool announcement there. So congratulations to the Team Ninja team for getting that uh, as a side tournament over there. So uh, to yeah, so someone on the Hollywood Romances, he was at Evo in the night and day response of seeing Geese compared to Abigail. Yeah, God. Night was, and day, man. Jeez. Even just like. Um, when they announced Blaze Blue cross tag battle, yeah, dude, that was nuts, dude. Yeah, there was a lot of people going nuts for that, and it was confusing because it was like weird. Yeah, but uh, there was still a lot of really uh, hyped excitement about it, um, and that ended up being the best game of 2018. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow, someone jumped the gun here. Uh, That's my current belief. Mother Superior jumped the gun here, man. Okay. Um, a uh, couple of other interesting things. So Blade Strangers, we've talked about. Uh, Blade Strangers, uh, apparently from Cave Story, they're announcing a guest character, Curly Brace, as well as an original character named Helen. Or uh, actually, I think Helen was already announced, but she just got a character trailer, so you can ah. see what she does in the game and such. So Blade Strangers, of course, is a fighting game that's like independent guest characters and a bunch of... Uh, uh, you know, original characters in the game, uh, but for the Nintendo Switch. So it'll be interesting to see how that's gonna work out. Cool. Uh, adding it, throwing its hat into the ring of all the fighting games that's out there. Uh, another big announcement was, uh, I mean, not big announcement, I'm sure everybody was expecting him, but Yoshimitsu uh, is going to be in Soul Calibur 6. Yeah. So uh, again, looking completely different than yeah. he does in every game that he shows up in but super cool yeah always super cool always really really cool 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 so, character yeah exactly <laughs> um so that is uh like i said not a surprise i think everyone would be more surprised if yoshimishu wasn't in the game but he has been announced there uh also uh in dragon ball fighters vegito and zamasu mm -hmm. uh were announced but uh, we got a vegito trailer today right uh did you get to see that i did see it it looked pretty cool i thought i mean all i saw was captain sword what's that <laughs> was captain commandos captain sword when he shoots uh, a laser and comes is down that what he says yeah he says captain sword i never knew what he said yeah so he that's the captain sword and as soon as i saw uh vegito do that i was like captain sword yeah but then also he had it looked like a uh one of his uh auto combos like punch punch but launch them back over your head i saw that i saw that as soon as i saw it, like i watched the trailer the second time i was like that's a captain sword setup. hundred percent you're supposed oh, to do that yeah, in the captain yeah. sword and go that like sense, that yeah, yeah. So cool, dude. Like, yeah yeah but uh he's out there and um he had key blasts and he had a i never remember where to stop on that um but, yeah Kameha. so there you go um another go -to. that's cool yeah. Uh, have, has there been a trailer for Zamasu already? Have I missed that? 
I don't remember. Okay, uh, I, I can't remember now, so... Um, let's see here. What else do I have here? I guess uh, Tomoko Hiroki uh, presented a new party mode battle for Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Fighters, I should oh, say. Yeah? yeah, they're going to do a party mode. So I hadn't heard anything about this. Uh, let's see. Um, Unite to defeat Frieza in this brand new mode. <laughs> the party battle mode is, is a limited... Is a limited time online only event. All right. Three players from a team to challenge an army of powerful enemies. Counted across the world in a cooperative effort. This particular party battle is called the Emperor Strikes Back. Okay, all right. Okay, with Frieza as the villain. Narrowly evading the trademark yeah. infringement. Uh, victory in this mode earns Zenny and premium Z coins. Cool. As of today, the event is accessible in the game and will last until May 21st. Oh, it's oh, over. Oh, it's over already? Damn. You didn't play it, huh? It's all over already. All right, it was gone. Dang, I thought it was going to last for a while, but oh, there you go. That's cool, then. Cool. Sorry, so in other words, cool stuff. You guys missed it. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not super into it, but I think it's really cool when games make modes for people mm -hmm. who aren't just the hardcore competitive players, because yeah. that's really important to maintaining interest. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, let's talk... But there's a new event this week, says Mr. Friday. Oh, is that is that true? Cool. Well, okay. Okay. Um, again, they, people have been talking about, um, you know, potential leaks in DLC for Crosstag Battle. Well, there's data mining in Crosstag yeah, Battle. Yeah, da data mining over there, and uh, data mine voice clips reveal special intros with unrevealed DLC characters. Um, it looks like uh, we have evidence that further points to the eventual inclusions of Blaze Blue's 9, The Phantom, Izayoi, and Mai Natsume. Uh, Aki, yeah, it's all the same people then. People, okay. the same people we talked about last yeah, time. Yeah, it's basically the evidence before wasn't like the voice clips, but now that the voice clips are there, it's like, yeah, if they're talking yeah. to the characters, they're almost certainly going to show up in the game. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, okay. So all the characters we talked about last time will almost certainly be there. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's a good list. Uh, Arika, you know, making new fighting EX layer. That was my phone going crazy. It was. Um has announced that Hayate has been added to the game. And so they have a trailer showing Hayate now. Okay. He is the guy with the sword, um, so, which automatically means he is the least interesting character to David. Uh, he's basically a samurai, although in this picture he looks like a modern dressed samurai dude, but before he was like samurai, so. Well, okay, I'm gonna move on because. Oh, I don't know. Is he interesting? I, 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 dude, I don't remember. I, I, he wasn't super interesting to me when I when I saw him. In fact, one of the things that I always thought was really funny is that the exact same combo that I do with Ken, like when I put the exact same inputs on Hayate, it did like the exact same combo. And I was like, this is not basically exciting. Um, I guess two of the costume bundles for Street Fighter V are on sale right now. Uh, both 50% off, uh, bringing the price down from $11.99 to $5.99. Uh, the former features swimsuits for Season 1 characters, Chun-Li, Kami, Laura, Armika, Karen, and Ibuki. And the second one is battle is the battle costumes for the original 16 characters. So that was, uh, a lot of them were like retailer exclusives and stuff like that. So the battle costumes, if you don't have them, and I don't think I do. So I might actually I no. I think I did get the battle costume, so I might just try to get the other one. So, uh, but that one has a seventy percent discount, going from thirty dollars to just nine dollars. Cool. So there you go. There you go. Um, this is also really interesting. 
but on Steam, I think it is, King of Fighters 97. Global match has been retrofitted with rollback netcode. What? They went to King of Fighters 97 and retrofitted that game with rollback netcode. And to me, while that seems weird, is also kind of exciting. Okay. Like if you're gonna test it. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe you would do it on King of Fighters 97 and when it starts to work better, you put it in 98 and 2002. Okay. And then in King of Fighters, 14, maybe they retrofit okay. it or something. King of Fighters 15, maybe? 15, something like that. maybe. Okay, I see where you're, I see you're headed. Burgundy, you know? I like it. I, I hope mean, that happens. So I, I think that'll actually be kind of interesting. That'd so be great. There you go. Hopefully that means something. Because, I mean, if they're trying Rollbat Netcode, if SNK is legit trying yeah. Rollbat Netcode, that's a good sign. Definitely so. a good sign. Um, a couple of signings. Uh... Oh, not signings, but oh, this was an event thing. That's right. Uh, the last two players made it into the Summit of Power. Right. And that is Don Yohoshi and Moke have made it. So another Japanese player makes it in there, which I'm kind of happy about because obviously Dogura and Goichi are already there, but like, it's nice to have another Japanese player be yeah. included and as one of the challengers. done very well in tournaments. Yeah, he's done really well. Unfortunately, that means a player like... Um, uh, uh, Beyond Toxin did not make it. Oh, I'm actually yeah. kind of sad about that. And so, yeah, you can see in the last second, he dropped from second to third. So right in the last 30 seconds, he fell right out of there. Who who jumped up in the last little bit, does it say? Uh, looks like Yohozi. Looks like Moke was first in the last like minute. Okay. Or actually in the last 30 seconds. And then uh, Yohozi was in third place, and she jumped up to beat, Mo uh, beat Beyond Toxin right at the very end. Super Noon comfortably in fourth place the entire time. I think all of his supporters kind of looked at it. He was at 7,000 and everybody else was like at 13,000. So there was just been too much work to catch him up there. What, what were the final scores between Toxin, Don, uh, and Moke? Moke was at 22,836. Uh, Yohozi was at 21,627. So about 1,100 votes, uh, 1,200 votes separating them. And in third place, Beyond Toxic was at 20,704, so less than 1,000 votes separating them. So it was a neck-and-neck neck run right down at, okay. the, at the end. And like I said, it's, it's sad because like Super Noon just sitting there like, All right, no stress at least, right? I <laughs> so, guess, yeah. <laughs> but there you go. So, um, All right, well. Moke and Yohozi are in. So pretty good list of final players. Yep. The final roster invited players are Sonic Fox, obviously. Actually, let me just do this so I don't have to stare off to the side here. Uh, there we go. So uh, invited players are Echo Fox, Sonic Fox, uh, Cyclops Goichi, Cyclops Dogra, Panda Globals, uh, Nakio, uh, EG, NY Chris G, GGP Kazunoko, Apology Man. Unsponsored Apology Man. Yep. TSM uh, Team Solo Mid Leffen. And then the NLBC qualifier was NRG Hook Gang God. And the West Coast qualifier was Reynold. And then voted in earlier was Echo Fox to Kill Sage, uh, UIU Cloud 805, Lord Knight, and now voted in were CLN uh, Yohozi and Ponos Moke. The last chance qualifier position is a spot to be filled at Combo Breaker. 
Oh, interesting. So by next week, we will know the entire list. Oh, okay. So in other words, there's still a chance for everyone to make it, but they have to do it by winning at Combo Breaker. The sick. Well, here's what I don't know. Uh, let me know if anybody does. Is that just in the regular Dragon Ball Fighters? Tournament? Like, like results? Yeah, tournament yeah, results probably. at Combo Breaker? I would imagine so, so like the highest non-already qualified right, player. Right, right. Okay. That's, I would imagine that's, that's what it is. That's yeah. my guess too. Uh, but, you know, anybody can probably mention that like uh, like if uh, Curly W is still in there. Yeah, bub. Or something like that. So he can let us know. But that's cool. So there you go. All the players except for one left uh, to be determined in the Summit of Power. I think this is a great list. I'm super excited about this. I can't wait to see all these guys go up against each other. And if it's anything like the Smash ones, is it, is it going to be like pools of round robin? Or, you know, it's going to be some crazy stuff going on there. So that's going to be fun. Um, uh, I did kind of announce this earlier. Highest non-qualified, eh? Okay. Uh, but um, uh, Mewtwo King, who just won the Smash version of the Summit... And also became a brand spokesman for Nintendo. Right. Yeah, so he's become an official brand. So it's highest non-qualified. Yeah, yeah, so someone confirmed, yeah. But he also became a brand ambassador, basically, for Nintendo. Is now also uh, starting to write a book about his life in yeah. Super Smash Brothers. And, you know, I mean, like, we talk about players like... Um, uh, you know, Daigo and Tokido and all these guys who have been playing forever and all these things like that. Mewtwo King is that for Smash Bros. Absolutely. I first met Mewtwo King at Evo East. You know, he was playing in the tournaments over there. What year was that? That's 2004, 2005 yeah. or something like that. 2006 maybe, around that time. But that's when I first met him, and he was playing Melee back then, and he was one of the top players back then. He was one of the people who did foundational work to make Melee a competitive game. Yeah, exactly. So he's been playing. There was a lot of other players that were all super good. They're not playing anymore. Yeah. You know, so, you know, shout-outs to, 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 to Mewtwo King, who's been playing. And he also gives all the new Smash games a shot. He was good in, in, in Smash Brawl. He mm -hmm. was good in Smash Wii U for mm -hmm. a while. So, you know, um, I think this is actually really cool. It'll be really it's interesting awesome. to see. Yeah, and he's... He's had quite a tale when it comes to his competitive and esports career. I, you know, I want to read the EMP chapters. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, from from being on EMP and having Triforce do whatever with him and whatever mm -hmm. happened with that, to being on a few other teams that didn't end up paying out, to to landing the big fish spot. Mm -hmm. You know, being on Echo Fox. Like yeah. that's it's just a big. It's there's a big trend up, and and yeah. his his career is like really one of the emblematic ones of it. Of starting out in not sponsored at all, nobody was sponsored. There was mm -hmm. nothing that didn't exist. To to being on like Charlotte and team to you know he took all the lumps on the right. Way. I mean it's like you know how everyone makes those biopics on like Ray Charles and like Johnny Cash like you know years later. Years later you could do one with Mewtwo King. You know it'd be the struggle until he gets signed with Echo sure. Fox and wins this wins the summit. Sure. You know and has his you know. Shocked moment, and then the credits roll, right? Yeah, Feel yeah. good movie, feel good movie, brings out the tears and stuff like that. So. I mean, I really think it's a good story. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. it's, 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 he's had a really interesting ride. So I, I'd be very uh, very interested in reading a book that he writes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, hope that, I hope that comes out well. And then uh, our good friend, High Fight, on Twitter, um, 20k followers now on Twitter because he's just one of the greatest resources yeah, for highlights and to catch you up on uh, what's going on in the fighting game community. 
Uh, he's created his own little site here uh, at highfight.github.io. And uh, you can go there, and he just basically like puts up all of his gifts and stuff like that. Um, we've joked before that you know we should crowdfund him so that he can store all of his videos yeah. somewhere because it would be great historical thing. And uh, he's basically said that he doesn't want that because he doesn't want to feel like he's making money off of other people's content. Yeah. Um, I mean, frankly, I think if we could just find, I mean, he's talking with some people. There are some people who are like, you know what? Here's a way that you can use our database okay. to store these things. Because if we can just have this compilation of these clips and he labels them and dates them and everything like that, and just as the years go by, we have access to this just for yeah. historical content, documentary content, you know, career highlights, that kind of thing like that. I think that's super valuable. I would I would toss into a Patreon or something. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Absolutely. So, um, but he is a great service to our community, in my yeah. opinion. Even though, yeah, I mean, there are some people out there who might think, oh, he's just stealing other people's content. I don't even but think people say that about him. No, do I, don't, I, I don't. I don't. I've, I haven't seen it. Yeah, but and and the thing about it is, he's so consistent about it, and he's always really good about promoting whatever he's. Retweeting and stuff yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like he'll make know? a little gif of some interesting thing that happened, but then have the link to the actual Twitch stream or YouTube right. upload. Exactly. Like he, exactly. He, does a, he does a super good job at that stuff. Mm -hmm. So if, if anything, I think he does a better job at highlighting like why you should watch this particular Twitch stream mm -hmm. or why you should watch this particular YouTube video. So I, I think it's great. Yeah, I agree. Uh, if you guys want to see the site, it's again, it's HiFight, H-I-F-I-G-H-T, it's basically a pun on highlight, right? So yeah. it's highfight.github.io. So .github, github.io. Mm -hmm. And there you go. You can go and check that out over there. So just a bunch of GIFs and videos and stuff like that. You can go and check out. So Cool. All right. Uh, that is the last bit of FGC news that I have. All righty. So that's all I got. Um... Is there something I want to talk about? Shoot. I can't remember now. Ah, oh, thanks for linking that there, Gentle Snow. Oh, yes. There you go. Gentle Snow, of course. You know, someone also um, tweeted out, um, you know, something like, you know, for streamers, like, you know, if you want to support a streamer, just promote them and, you know, just support them and blah, blah, blah. And I spent some time writing out a tweet for a lot of the people who support my you know my individual channel and everything mm -hmm. like that but uh you know for ultra chen tv and everything like that you know gentle snow has been super supporter of us for a very very long time absolutely and right basically like our he's like he's basically like our self-appointed moderator of the channel and just oh, does, does a, a lot of great work so shout outs to gentle snow much appreciated sir for a lot for of sure. the uh help that you guys do for that so for sure <sighs> Um, well, anything else going on? Uh, not that I can think of. Uh, I've had a fascinating look into the world of CSGO over the last few days. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. How did this happen? Uh, so, you know you know the guy, Sadokist, who said the N-word and he like oh, had God. the heart. Oh, Was there another one? No, no, no. It was the same, same oh, one. Oh, same one. Okay, but okay. It's been a couple of months now, and so he's coming back into streaming and mm. into being on a big event again. So I tweeted about how I was like, it's only been two months. That seems, I don't forget how I phrased it, but like mm -hmm. I'm not super stoked oh, about man. it. Oh man, okay. Uh, and then, well, <laughs> what's very interesting to me is that uh, James Bardolph, who, who is black, said that he's the guy who hired 
Sadokis to come back on. Oh, really? Okay. So he responded that to, to me uh, on that tweet, which is interesting. You know, I haven't talked with James about it, but I'm sure he's got his reasons. Uh, and then it's been like really very interesting in, in, and like educational, I guess, uh, to see the, everybody else's response. Because it's, you know, some, some people are just like, cool, he deserved a second chance. You know, I can't. That's mm-hmm, fine. Mm-hmm. Everybody deserves a second chance. I don't know if two months later is like the time, but mm-hmm. obviously everybody deserves a second chance at some point. So I'm, I'm down with the idea. Uh, and then, but it ranges to like super racist. Like, so there's like this, <laughs> there's this, there's this no! significant, what? There's this very significant like breadth of opinion, you know, mm-hmm. but it's it like starts at second chance. Cool. To, I don't care, just whoever was the best. To, outright obviously racist, <laughs> and then and then there's there's fascinating people in there. Like this one guy responded, saying like, uh, "Well, you know, in Serbia we say that word all the time. It's no big deal. Why does anybody care about this?" Somebody who who has no insight into the meaning of that word right, right. In, Com- in completely context, divorced yeah, yeah. exactly uh-huh, uh-huh, like completely uh-huh. divorced from the history of the word mm-hmm. uses it and feels like it's not a big deal mm-hmm. I-, I think it'd be fascinating to have a conversation with that person about how he perceived yeah like yeah. How, how that even came to be and mm-hmm. i'd love to know what the genesis of that is and also as somebody with uh croatian heritage i know that uh serbs have plenty of things that they hate to talk about <laughs> because <laughs> that's in my own family history uh, so so i know that there are things that they right. take very seriously and would not want to talk about in the, in a very similar way but he like doesn't right you know doesn't recognize right. it or whatever it's, it's so, not yeah exactly yeah exactly. so I, anyway it's been very interesting uh, Dude, there was another. I mean, there's been a couple of people who have been getting blown up on the internet. I'm sorry. Was there anything else that you wanted to say about? Or that's it. Um, I mean, I like like I said, I'm down with the dude getting a second chance. I feel like two months is probably not enough time because, you know, a lot of people who I wouldn't say that most of the responses have been obviously racist, but like, pretty good number are like clearly also n-words slash you know various right. slurs and stuff like it's a pretty good percentage mm-hmm. um so i feel like there there should be some example that you know don't say that or there's gonna be real consequences right yeah 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 uh-huh you know it's it's a it's a very european esport, and so if somebody in serbia doesn't get it like i don't know how to make them get it right or i don't do they need to get it because it's I don't want to like export my American requirements right. onto yeah, somebody yeah, in Serbia. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's very. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's like a side. If they say it in their country, kind of in a different context, but they have to understand that it's different in the United States. The context is different there, yeah. right? So, I mean, it's like you're not going to go around just doing this to everybody all around the world, right? Because in America, this is like a okay. Yeah. In the other places, it's <laughs> oh man, it is not. Indeed, it means the opposite of that. In fact, I probably just flipped off a bunch of people from a foreign hey, countries yeah. on stream right now. So <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, it's um, been uh, very interesting. But yeah. I, I'd like to talk with James about why it is that he that he like hired back Sadikus so fast. But you know, I haven't I haven't okay. yet. So. Okay. But uh, did you hear? Did you see the, the the that one racist guy who was caught on camera in New York, a part of that law firm? Oh my God! He, yes. he threw out an apology. Did you see his apology? No, oh my God! I didn't see his apology. Oh, 
He's like, oh, I moved to New York because I like the diversity. It was, it was that like, I'm sorry you were offended kind of thing. And he was like, I'm not a racist. Oh, blah blah blah. Okay, sure. Even though there's like three videos of him clearly yeah. being fully racist over a period of time, yeah, by the way, uh, like exactly <laughs> like over it's a like, year or two. You sit there and you read it, and you're just like. He's like showing up to other rallies, you know. Right, like and I mean, it's very clear that his career is getting railroaded at this point in yeah. time. And, well, right, so, may you know. he get fucked. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then there it's, was. Is 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 super like he's he's Jewish also, right? Yeah. It's, it's so it's super weird to me that he can. Yeah. Like there are still Holocaust survivors. Come on, like. <laughs> There's learn, still learn some yeah. lessons, you know. It, it, that stuff's not good. Yeah. God. Like, I know it's all a touchy subject, like, so I just don't want to keep talking about it, but there's just yeah. other things on the internet where, oh, God, someone said, like, the dumbest thing, and it just, like, blew up, and, oh, okay. God, huh? I just... You don't want to talk about it? That's all? That's cool? I mean, did you... Uh, I don't know what you're talking did about. Did you read about the guy who was, like, saying that single, that that was straight white male is becoming the new version of the N-word? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, God, it's just, you read that, and you're just, like... Oh, you just have no understanding of anything. So, anyways, Street Fighter 30th anniversary coming out next week. Soon. Yes, let's end this on a happy note here. So I'm excited about that. So I'm can't wait for that. Um, Combo breaker this weekend. I also. Why has there been no more videos for 30th anniversary coming out here? Not that I know anything, but like. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyways, okay. okay. Dropping anyways. dropping news right yeah. there. I see. <laughs> I also pre-ordered Blaze Blue Cross Tag on the Switch. Oh, cool. Okay, okay. So I now have it pre-ordered on both nice. uh, PlayStation 4 and the Switch because I think it's the most fun game in 2018. Actually, you know what? I have not... Um, I have not pre-ordered it yet, and I will pre-order it on both. I will definitely pre-order on both because I want to play it seriously on the PS4 and then training mode on, on flights on the Switch. I'm definitely going to do that's that. That's what I'm all about, oh, dude, for sure. I can't wait because that game looks like there's a lot of fun training oh, mode stuff. Oh, it's a sandbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so a sandbox. I, it's sick and creative, dude. Like, it is. It feels sick and creative, so I really, really want to get that. For That's the tough... The Switch, I will tell you, is one of the most dangerous consoles out there because it does make you want to buy everything on two platforms. Because I'm 100% getting 30th on both PS4 and on the Switch as well. I got it on Steam and the Switch, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. There you I go. also bought Pokken on the Switch. Because I figure, like, I'm just going to be... I travel a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mixed world. Mixed, I travel a lot, you know? Mixed I'm world, just Because I read the word in the chat, so... Yeah. So... Okay, uh, I'm probably gonna play it with a PS4. I've got an adapter, Brooks adapter. I can use the PS4 controller. I've had a history of playing fighting games on PS4, on PS1 controllers, I mm. should say, back in the Street Fighter EX days and all those things like that. I mean, I did the entirety of the Street Fighter EX um, uh, uh, expert training mode trials on pad because there was no joystick at the time. Oh my god. There was no joystick. So I got good at playing at that. I mean, I had to use that for all of the games that came out on PS1 and PS2. People don't realize how hard it was to get joysticks at that time. I had to spend like $180 for like an import, like Hori oh, stick sure. that someone stole from me at Evo. You wow, know I mean? okay. Yeah, I put it down on a table, went to go interview some players who made top eight, came back and it was gone. And I, I had another stick that was stolen off the floor at one point in time, but it was modded in a certain way that it was very unique to mine. And someone said, oh, I know the guy who has it because he tried to sell it to me. 
And he's like, I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah. And then I, he came back to me. He's like, yeah, now he just denies that the, the, the thing exists. Like, he's like, I never did it. And da, 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 da. And like, what are you going to do at that point? Dude, stick stealing was such a problem back in those days. Everybody stole joysticks because it was so hard to come by. Well, I don't know about everybody stole joysticks, but it, not everybody stole joysticks. Okay, okay, oh, yeah. But I'm just saying a lot of people. It was more common yeah, yeah, than yeah, today. It happened a lot. It happened a lot, so. <laughs> but yeah, it was always, a, theft was always a part of majors, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah, my weird split box does work on the Switch because I got a... Oh, uh, that's right. Oh boy, what's Brooks. the name of it? The, no. the Brooks Ultimate Fighting yeah, Board yeah, yeah. UFB, mm -hmm. which works on PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. So you're going to take it on the plane with you and play on the plane? Yeah, it's, I don't think it's really practical with the current design, but I'm currently working on a smallerization of it. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. This is the Ambigand version, so. Okay. Yeah, let me know how that... Actually, I might try it once you get the, the, the smallerized version of it. I found somebody who has a 3D printer and is totally cool with me experimenting on it. Oh, so dang. Nice. I'm, I'm okay. going to make okay. it... In a 3D printed version, which right. means that I can make it much more compact. Uh, KFC, uh, the Switch's battery life is about five hours. About five hours. I do have an ex external battery that I've tried with it, but I don't think the external battery is very good. Like, it, 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 it won't actually charge the Switch. It actually just makes it drain slower, which is not very good. So I, I'm, I'm going to have to look for a better external battery than that one that I have. So it was cheap. It was like 18 bucks or something, so... Uh, it was on sale, so not surprised that it's not so good. So, right. uh, dude, I had actually joked about like putting like giant like naked Urian artwork on my joystick <laughs> just so people would stop stealing it. You know what I mean? And then someone Most actually people, responded but... in the showrigan.com form was like, because I was like, it, it, I was like, I just want to make like naked Urian with like literally the joystick in the wrong place. See, and all that that's stuff hilarious. Like that. And someone's like. I would steal that just because it's your stick then. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, fine. Genius. That'd be hilarious, though. I've never, yeah, I I've never seen a... Why have I never seen a stick like that? That seems like such an obvious thing. Yeah, but I've I know, never seen right? it either. Oh, well. All right. Yeah, exactly. KFC people will want it even more. I, so, some people will want it even more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, there you go. All right. Anyways, uh, that's all I got. So, um... Man, I just cracked up. Serbs still talk about a battle that they lost to the Ottoman Empire in the 1300s. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> you, know, you don't you don't get what it, what the historical. I mean, come on, it's so it's absurd. I mean, I, I don't, I, I, but I have no reason to to know anything about that, right? So or or no, he just it just he just is not doesn't. I don't know if there's like an inability to recognize the why the something mm -hmm. why historical word matters. I don't think that's the case. Oh, okay, okay, I just yeah, it's okay. more like actually applying that thought. Okay, okay, <laughs> come on. Anyway, uh, cool. We'll see everybody at Combo Breaker. I'm That's looking forward right. to it. Definitely Hanging out with in. friends and so forth. Well, and say, if you can't make it, then tune in. Uh, you And uh, check out, make sure you follow Ace King Offsuit. He'll have the schedules up for Combo Breaker up very soon. So that should be good stuff. All right. Peace out, everybody. Have a good night. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mr. G, look, buddy. I got to tell you, I don't know that much about hockey nowadays. I found out via the BBC World Radio program that the Golden Knights made the Stanley Cup Finals. That's the new expansion Vegas team? Or? Yes, this is their expansion year, and they made the Stanley Cup Finals, which is the first time that that's happened since, ooh, maybe 67? 
when the league expanded from six to twelve teams,、oh. and one conference was only expansion teams,、oh. so one was guaranteed yeah, yeah, yeah. to make okay, it. Okay, I think it was the Blues, okay, okay. and they made it several years in a row because、yeah, the other teams were garbage. Like, I don't know what the I don't know what the method is. Like I know on、um, in basketball. Whenever they create an expansion team, every team gets to protect like four players, and the expansion teams get to like grab one of the、yeah. players、mm-hmm. off the、yeah. different. Is it the same way in it, hockey? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just made of castaways. And they and they did it. They did it well, anyway. Okay. They got some really good castaways, but yeah, they that's exactly、nice. what happens. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that, that that's super cool.、Uh, did the Caps make it on the eastern side? I have no idea. Historic. I still own much. Caps merch. I have a Caps、right. sweatshirt and Caps hats and Caps jerseys. Did they make it? I all, don't know. All I know about the Wayne Gretzky Genesis game was about making Wayne, Wayne Gretzky's head bleed from the, the the Swingers Swingers. You've seen Swingers movie. They have a whole scene on that. Oh yeah. They like like watch this. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make his head bleed for Superfan '99 over here. And then like like he goes answers the door and he like beats him up while like he's not playing and he's like what what the hell. You actually see the guy lying on the floor in pixel art with like blood coming out of it. His- in Wayne Gretzky, sixty-four. Is that what you're talking about? Which one? In in Wayne Gretzky on the Genesis. Oh, okay. On the Genesis, okay. on the、okay. on the 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 the, the Genesis Sega Genesis. Okay, that game, one I don't so, know. Yeah, yeah, All right,、okay. I played a、okay. butt ton of the 3D hockey on. The oh,、64. on the N64 one. No, this was like 2D pixelized.、Though. Yeah, okay. But it's like one of the funniest scenes. Three three Caps versus Tampa Bay, huh? Well, I hope that the Caps win. But as I said, I'm really. St- Just not at all in it anymore. It feels weird to say, but I, I mean, don't know look, anything about hockey now. I'm in the same way with basketball, but I kind of have a reason because every year has been Cavs and then、uh, Warriors. Oh Cavs, yeah, Warriors, Cavs, Warriors, Cavs, Warriors, Cavs, Warriors, Cavs, Warriors. Lakers aren't very good. I mean, they were fun this year to watch, and you know, but it's just like I I can't even watch the playoffs anymore because it just doesn't matter. That's very interesting. I don't know. I don't know what the Cavs are doing right now. I know Boston was up two o two one over them at one point in time. I don't know what the score is right now,、okay. but it's just like every year it's like the same two teams, and it's just interesting. Like, I mean, that's that's like interesting historically, right? Though I don't know. Yeah.、No? I mean, it probably doesn't help that I'm like I don't want to see those teams. Okay,、there. fair enough. Yeah. So fair enough.、Uh, I I don't even have that reason. The Ducks have been good and they made the playoffs again. And、right. the Caps, I guess, are gonna about to make it. They're in Game Seven for the Stanley Cup to make it in the Stanley Cup Finals.、Mm-hmm. So it's not like my teams are bad.、Mm-hmm, I just、mm-hmm. have been watching video games too much. That's it. Oh, it is two two now again, and two two against the Rockets. Okay, okay. So we've got some close series, dude. If it ends up Rockets Boston, I will I will watch I will watch the NBA Finals just just to support not having those. Two teams there again. Fair enough. All right. All right. Let's All get right, out of here. Let's do it now. Okay, we can do this here. Well, I respect a fan who's been a Warriors fan since they were bad, but I lived in the Bay Area in the early 2000s, and I knew precisely one person who had a Warriors hat. Yeah, they sucked、one. back at that point in time, dude. They were terrible. Yep. We live 15 minutes away from the arena. <laughs> one person. <laughs> oh man.